Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. to Herb Talk Live. I'm your resident herbalist, Wendy Wilson. Hope you had a great day. We're here to empower you. That's what we like to do here on Herb Talk. Oh, thanks for joining us on the America Voice Radio Network and Magical Engineer Frank and I have a great show. We are going to be talking about some nutrition, uh, how it affects behavior in society. Yeah, some new studies on that. Interesting stuff. Uh, Also, since we're going to be on kind of the behavioral topic, we may cover some of the changes that aren't uh, being mentioned, you know, and what could be causing them. And if we get time, we may even hit our famous Dr. Mom segment. And uh, it's picking up steam out there, Dr. Mom. Absolutely. And um, before we get to all that good stuff in a quack report, we're going to we're gonna seek the Lord's face for just a minute. We're going to mind the time. We're going to hit the knees. And I'm praying for America, uh, Big Semper Fi. Uh, to all our righteous men and women in uniform. And I did bring my devotional because you guys out there have been telling me you like the little snippets from the devotional. So today is from, let's see, well, did I mess up here and I picked up the wrong thing? No, 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 here it is. Uh, This is from 1 Corinthians 13 and Ephesians 3, and it goes like this. Be still in the light of my presence while I communicate love to you. There is no force in the universe as powerful as my love. And you are constantly aware of limitations, your own and others, but there is no limit to my love. It fills all the space, all the time, and eternity. Now you see through a glass darkly, but someday you will see me face to face. Then you will be able to experience fully how wide, long, and high and deep my love is for you. If you were to experience that now, you would be overwhelmed. But you have an eternity ahead of you, absolutely guaranteed, during which you can enjoy my presence and unrestricted ecstasy. For now, the knowledge of my loving presence is sufficient for you to carry through each day. Yeah, if you haven't seeked the Lord's face, mind the time, it grows short, because that is the way. And without further ado, let's do the quack report. Thanks, Frank. Okay, first up in the quacker, um, patients are saying doctors are refusing to operate on them because they smoke. Hmm. Well, according to some research that was published in the January 24, 2017 Journal of the American Medical Association, uh, some cancer rates are on the steady climb in parts of the country especially those areas that struggle with obesity and heavy smoking. Uh, One study found smokers who got joint replacement surgery had an 80% higher chance than the non-smokers of needing the surgery repeated because of complications from infection. Uh, So reason surgeons now are maybe postponing some of these procedures as they ask their patients to quit smoking. 
or at least stop for four to six months before they have their surgery. So one surgeon said that they're not denying surgery to anyone. They, they want to prevent them from having complications because infected bones don't fuse. That's interesting. So they said that, you know, trying to get the bones to unite or knit um, if they don't have good blood flow because smokers have usually, you know, restricted uh, circulation because of, you know, smoking. And so there's complications with the surgery and they tell patients, you'll be worse off than your condition is right now if we go ahead. So um, usually patients are counseled about the risks. They're referred for help, like smoking secession classes and things of that nature. So uh, they're not being denied surgery. They're just being advised. It's not in their best interest right now while they smoke. All right, last but not least in the quack report, um, this is out of Australia. They're so cute. Um they're they're talking about the hours of work per week. You know, if you work over a certain amount of hours, they say it could be harmful to your mental health. Well, um, they said a healthy uh, work up to 48 hours per week. They said that was based on an 80-year-old study by the Internal Labor Organization. So now, <laughs> this new research published in the Social Science of Medicine Journal, they said um, – Australian National University compiled these uh, re these research analysis. 80,000 employed Australian men and women ages 24 to 64. And in the study, they said if you work more than 39 hours a week, you're probably going to have um, detrimental mental health issues. Uh, yep, the study is shattering that, you know, 48 hours a week thing. The researchers found on average that 40 or more hours per week typically considered full-time, uh, can lead to mental health issues. It was especially true, they said, when it was combined with other commitments. So a large part of the segment, due to additional time constraints and caregiving of children, it was found that uh, the average healthy work limit for women should be 34 hours and for men no more than 47 hours. Of work, they did say uh, they concluded that from the study, women seem to be disadvantaged in many senses in the workforce, um, where they can't work as many hours because they have the children to look after them without compromising their health, whereas men get bigger and better paying positions. So, 40% of employed individuals work 40 plus hours a week in Australia. Man, I tell you, I work 60. What does that say? Uh oh. That wraps the quack report. I don't know, Frank. How many hours a week do you work? Do you work over the forty? Uh, I mean, if you work for yourself, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. Uh, he's laughing. <laughs> he he doesn't count. You don't count the hours. 40? Like, yeah, that's a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> we work more than 40. Uh, logging it in. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, punching in that time clock in the sky. That's where it goes, right up there. All right, we're going to be talking about nutrition, how it affects behavior and society. Um, research team out of the University of Pennsylvania wanted to answer the question if nutrition has an effect on social behavior. The research was published in the May 2016 Journal of Maternal and Child Nutrition. So the month of March, coming up here real quick, 
uh, is National Nutrition Month. That's right. So if we are what we eat, I'm sure nutrition has an important impact on our social development. So we're going to take a look. Let me read you a quote from, let's see, this is Adrian Rain, a professor at University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine, Integrative Knowledge Department. He says, childhood and adult social behavior has a lot of implications for physical and mental health and well-being. So we think nutrition or to physical health, but we it also affects social health, he says. And then, of course, another research professional at Pennsylvania School of Medicine, Dr. Jahong Lu, he says the research has for has focused on negative social behavior. No one has really looked at the positive social behavior. Well, let's get to the point. Researchers followed about 1,800 three-year-old children, and they focused on several aspects of health that is affected by nutrition. So the team felt that their findings would predict how a poor diet negatively impacts human social behavior. And the research monitored several health indicators. They monitored anemia, which would be low hemoglobin levels and iron deficiency. They monitored a child if they exhibited cracked lips, which indicates low vitamin B2 and niacin, so the nervous system has no nutrition or lack of it. And then thin hair or discolored hair would also be indicative of insufficient protein. So when the researchers report, uh, they they also found that um, if a child suffered from one of the nutritional deficits, it did not affect the behavior as much as if the child suffered from multiple deficits. So the more mal mal malnutrition a child experienced, the more the child's social behavior was clinically impacted. So what characteristics of the social behavior were neg negatively affected? Well, here they are. Um, friendliness, uh, social play, and willingness to explore. Hmm. So Dr. Liu stated the results suggest that children who receive good nutrition early will have enhanced cognitive function, and this promotes good social behavior. Dr. Rain stated that after tracking the children for eight years, the children who had positive social behavior skills also had higher IQs. Therefore, nutrition is also linked to intelligence. However, this study has limitations, and additional studies will, you know, further the understanding of, you know, nutrition's impact on social outcomes. Now, one thing the professors agreed on was this that it's never too late to improve nutrition, and it is never too early as well. So this area of medical research, you know, needs to broaden its scope on the influence nutrition has on our overall health. And, you know, this is important because, you know, typically scientific medicine doesn't really get into the nutrition issue. And all of a sudden now they seem to be all big-eyed about it. Uh, and let's look at some brain facts. The University of Amsterdam conducted a study on nutrition re reducing brain stress, and their findings were published in the November 2016 Journal of the Federation of American Societies for Experimental Biology. So there is really no doubt 
that stress affects the human brain. We talked about that recently uh, in, a, in a show or two before. So the report was stressing the importance of good nutrition early to help children manage stress better. So without good nutrition, the stress can impair the brain, causing developmental and cognitive problems. So therefore, children on poor diets who are exposed to stress such as abuse, neglect, or even war have a significant and long-lasting impact on them. So the report noted that individuals who are exposed to early life stress have an increased risk of developing the following, uh, anxiety, depression, obesity, memory problems, and low IQ. So, you know, that got me thinking about all the stuff you see on the news about these kids over, you know, in the Middle East, you know, being bombed on almost a weekly basis, you know, what's going to happen to them? Uh, Well, and then there was uh, the Amsterdam research team was also conducting animal studies, and they also found that mice that were given mother's milk, you know, from the mama mouse, uh, were better able to endure stress. So the researchers think the milk has something to do with helping the brain develop. So the mice, which received supplemented nutrition instead of the mother's milk, then they were exposed to stress. They showed permanent changes in their brain. So the team suggested that when we supplement mother's milk, maybe even for humans, this could also have lasting effects on the development of the brain and its ability to deal with stress. Interesting concept, really is. Uh, According to Aniko Karusi, He's a neuroscientist. He says the fact that nutrients can influence impaired brain development deriving from stress in early childhood is hopeful because it helps us to look at nutritional interventions for children who grow up in stressful circumstances, end of quote. Well, that's good. The light bulb is on. Uh, Instead of drugging the kids, let's get them some nutrition. Well, science pretty much kind of in a philosophy, if you think about it. Um, In the field of science, you know, the metabolism and stress are viewed as separate systems, which, you know, have no relation to each other. So the study and others are kind of debunking this theory. Now, the writer Patrick Wood once said, the world has been conditioned to view scientists as some superior enlightened being, because that is the illusion they project. The rationalism of science eliminates God. Science can't explain human emotion, and what is unexplainable doesn't exist. So science looks at humanity as a big experiment that needs managing. To science, man is a bag of atoms and has a mineral value of about $32.42. It does not occur to scientists that men... Man is created in God's image, is considered the inheritance of God, and has a very high value, end of quote. Well, I think Patrick there has, has it right. I really do. Well, let's look at some nutritional sources because we need you know, to keep in mind that organic sources of nutrition have been reported as not only being different from synthetic or genetically engineered, but they have more minerals, vitamins, protein, and fats that are absorbed more efficiently and used by the body. So 
there have been, you know, some studies linking the consumption of fast food to depression and food addiction. Now, in October 2011, there was a study that was published in the Public Health and Nutrition Journal, and it showed that if we eat the processed baked goods and fast foods on a regular basis, it increases our risk of depression by 51%. So this study also found that those people who gravitate, people who gravitate to this kind of diet um, had some correlative factors. They were single. They work 45 or plus hours per week. They smoke. They're less active. And they have poor eating habits, so they avoid fruits, vegetables, nuts, fish, and olive oil. Um, hmm. Now, other studies with regard to the, a nutritional influence on mood and mental health, it found that there was a lack of vitamin B, minerals, and omega-3 fatty acids. So the Mediterranean diet really adds the missing nutrition that has been found to lower the risk and uh, lower the risk of developing depression. So, you know, instead of taking the antidepressants, you know, get you a cookbook on Mediterranean fare and make it yourself. All right, so be aware, overcooked, uh, an important fact that should be not overlooked is how heat changes the nutrition and chemicals in your foods. So foods that are exposed to heat for long periods of time become overcooked and have depleted nutrition in them. So eating more fresh and raw fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds will go a long way at replenishing those nutritional stores in the body. It's also important to realize that conventionally grown foods contain 50% less nutrition on average than foods 100 years ago. So modern agricultural, farming, and other practices have reduced the food's nutritional value. So eating organically grown foods is now the option for obtaining the most nutrition. So uh, but let's look at some super-duper nutrition real quick. Uh, medicinal herbs can hold the key to reversing some depletion. Uh, many herbs are packed full of alkaloids, minerals, vitamins, proteins, amino acids, so these are the building blocks of nutrition that help the body regenerate, rebalance, and heal itself. So uh, that is the whole point of nutrition. It's to maintain and balance and prevent disease. So we self-medicate on a daily basis by what we eat or neglect to eat. So removing debris and toxins is the body's way of protecting itself. And when that removal is blocked or disrupted or suppressed, well, then disease can develop. So the immune system also depends on nutrition to operate, and the wrong foods can shut it down and give disease an advantage. So eat well, eat organic, and don't forget, do your organ cleansing and your immune boosting with your herbs and sidestep the illness. So call Apothecary Herbs and you can order your organ cleanse packages, your body foundation food mix, and, of course, your immune boosting and allergy formulas by calling this number, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. If you're outside the U.S., 704-885-0277. That's 704-885-0277. Or you can visit them online at thepowerherbs.com, thepowerherbs.com. So if you're serious about herbs, though, you need apothecary herbs, certified organic, till standard, highest standard in organic, and um, 
it's very, very powerful stuff when you have an organic formula. You get the organic herbs and you manufacture it the right way. So you, the process can kill a good product. So make sure that the processing is proper, protects the alkaloid strength of the plants. That way you have all of the photoalkaloids, the mineral uptake requirements, buffer alkaloids, um, the way God intended it, the plant to have that. So nothing's removed. So God's copyright still intact. Okay. Thepowerherbs.com. Get a free product catalog. Uh, don't forget, February is still Heart Health Month, so you can save 10% on the formulas under the Heart and Cardio section. And um, so take advantage of that. Thepowerherbs.com. 866-229-3663. That's where your healthcare options just became endless. It puts the power in your hands. Okay, so we're on the behavior thing, and what is influencing behavior these days? Oh, there's a lot of things that can influence behavior. Um, stress, of course, obviously nutrition, and let's see what other things can, can you know, throw a monkey wrench into it. Um, are a lot of these behavioral changes that you're seeing in society, are these by chance? Um, there's reports by scientific experts that certain products or even treatments given early enough can alter a person's behavior. So what if these treatments are promoted for other benefits instead and individuals are unaware what could happen to their personality and their behavior if they accept the treatment? So what if people could have their personality significantly altered through the introduction of certain elements often found and let's say, I don't know, vaccines. Let's check this out and see. Um, are the vaccines, you know, we we're told they're safe. They have safety levels. Dr. Edward Groth um, conducted some research on the acceptable levels of the mercury or the um, methyl mercury in even diet. You know, exposure to mercury from fish and this and that. What exposure a fetus has and what exposure a small child has. But his findings were published in the European Environmental Bureau in Belgium, December 2012. So all this epidemiological research on the effects of mercury, especially on a developing brain, he said was significant. National and international government agencies have defined and even published the safe and tolerable levels of our exposure to mercury. But Dr. Gross' group challenges those safe guidelines claims them to not be so safe. The WHO, the World Health Organization, has also defined what they call the upper safe limit for mercury, but Dr. Gross reports that there is no definitive line drawn between safe and unsafe exposure to mercury because it will vary from one person to another. Nonetheless, governments and health authorities outline their safe levels for you know, the general reference point. So in 1999, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency declared that there is a clear adverse effect if children have 58 micrograms of mercury, methylmercury, per liter of blood. However, there is an uncertainty factor with a level of 5.8. So medicine uses the uncertainty factor to determine if there's a line between harmful exposure and safe lower dose. However, there is unknown factors such as, you know, the exposure guidelines to mercury, you could get 2.3 times higher than the U.S. recommended dose, uh, according to the World Health Organization. So this difference between exposure limits 
is highlighting the subjectivity within the scientific community on their research on how they judge and how they establish the defining safe limit. So who is judging and interpreting the data? Who is weighing in the uncertainties, those things that will influence outcome for millions of people? And such data is reviewed, if it's reviewed by someone with ties to, let's say, the pharmaceutical industry, that could have be a significant factor, couldn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, and, you know, people get nervous about um, the, the mercury and the vaccines. Um, they, they, just, they just question it now. They just don't take a doctor's word for it. According to Dr. Groth, there is significant research available that exposes the devastating effects that, of mercury and the diseases it causes. For instance, if we get enough mercury, it's considered a poison and can trigger damage of the central nervous system, and it's known as Minamata disease. So the symptoms are tingling of the extremities, the face, may get tunnel vision and hearing loss. So the disease can progress to loss of coordination, uh, a staggering gait, speech and memory problems. And these symptoms mimic many of the neurological diseases present today and have, you know, research reached the pandemic level, really, you know, MS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, autism, you know, could these all be linked to mercury poisoning from vaccination? Well, there's a question. I see by the clock we have to take a break. But we come back. We're going to answer that question and some others. So stay with us. Don't go anywhere. into the original medicine. Herbalist Wendy Wilson will be right back. If you have a heart condition and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option, you need our emergency heart attack kit. Five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle, strengthen heartbeat, increase circulation, relieve pain, and make breathing easier. 
When seconds count, you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit. Easy to use and portable in a one pound compact kit for your purse, briefcase, or car. Call Apothecary Herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit, toll free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the three W's.thepowerherbs.com. Leaping tall buildings with a single bound? Faster than a locomotive? Whoa! Find the Superman in you! Listen to Herb Talk Live with herbalist Wendy Wilson. Millions of Americans are using prescribed medicines daily and putting up with the risk of side effects. If you feel trapped on lifelong drugs and want off of them, there is a way. Pharmaceutical products create a weakness and dependency. Eventually, weakness leads to failure. The solution is sources that are strengtheners, which lead to restoration. Contact Apothecary Herbs for their free product catalog and discover what professional strength herbal formulas can do for your heart, kidneys, pancreas, digestion, prostate, brain, and more. Call now, 866-229-3663, or visit online, thepowerherbs.com. Call now to order and empower yourself, 866-229-3663, thepowerherbs.com, because if you're serious about herbs, you need apothecary herbs. Herb Talk Live has your HMO, herb medicine options, coming up next. is afraid of pain. No one wants pain to rule over their life, and you don't want the negative side effects of aspirin, ibuprofen, or prescription drugs. They can lower immunity and cause dependency. Is there a safe alternative? I'm herbalist Wendy Wilson, and I prefer willow bark and meadowsweet herbs to control pain, fever, aches, and inflammation. God's herbs are good, and you won't be disappointed. Call Apothecary Herbs for pain or extra strength pain relief formula toll-free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International, 704-875-8010 or online, thepowerherbs.com.
Talk. I'm your herbalist, Wendy Wilson. We're talking about behavioral changes and what could be affecting them other than stress and nutrition. And we kind of got into this, you know, safety level question with the mercury and vaccines. And before the break, um, Dr. Gross was um, saying that, you know, if you give mercury, if it's introduced early enough, like during pregnancy where they're vaccinating pregnant women now, or during infancy, he says the mercury damages brain development. He says if you give it in high enough doses, children are severely disabled, wouldn't be able to walk, speak, or care for themselves. Smaller doses of mercury cause hyperactivity, attention deficit disorders, delayed mental development, psychomotor development delays, dyslexia, delayed verbal or language ability, visual recognition and memory problems, lower IQ scores, poor motor coordination abilities, and the list keeps going. And so this is what you've been seeing, you know, for these poor kids. And this is why the public schools have had to, you know, launch all these special classes and bring in, you know, therapies basically to deal with the damage that are from these vaccines that are required for your kid to go to school. So um, now, according to government reports, they said 70% of your fish that's sold in the United States has mercuries in the read, has mercury in the readings of 0.1 parts per million. So most of the seafood sold is imported from China. And can we trust the reports? Well, science says any mercury over one part per million is considered a problem. Okay, so we're told, you know, that cultures that have more fish in their diets, they're going to have more mercury. They're going to have 2.2 parts per million. So the subjective differences in the research to establish a safe limit illustrates the safe um, methyl mercury levels is more of a question than a certainty. So a decade ago, science told us that doses of mercury that would produce adverse events were five to 10 times higher than the current studies. So currently research is suggesting adverse effects can occur if the level of mercury is 5.2. That's below the US EPA recommended level of 5.8. So this suggests that the guidelines of mercury toxicity which have been established by these authorities are pretty much not valid. So if there, is there reality really a safe exposure to mercury? That's a big question. Dr. Gross is suggesting new mercury guideline. It should be 0.025 or a quarter of that as a U.S. allowance. And that's not what you're seeing in the vaccinations. And how many vaccines does your kid need now before going to kindergarten? A whole lot of mercury, a whole lot of accumulative mercury. Because now they're thinking the mercury stays in the body longer than they thought. So all this research on acceptable or questionable levels of mercury kind of got me thinking, what level of mercury shows up in the blood when children get vaccinated? Well, according to PubMed.gov, a 2008 study by the University of Rochester regarding the mercury levels in newborns and infants after receiving vaccines with mercury in them they had a 5.0 level of mercury in their blood. Mm-mm-mm. Now, that's supposedly below the EPA, but it's above Dr. Gross suggested 
level of 0 to 5. So the study concluded that the body uses the digestive tract to try to avoid the mercury. It's the last stop for toxin removal in the digestive system. Um, the heavy metal does go to the bowel, but not before it travels to the brain first. So this mercury um, in the body, according to Dr. Thomas uh, Burbacher, professor of environmental and occupational health science at the University of Washington State in Seattle, he says, um, no, he says in, in his report in the University of Rochester, mercury in the blood, especially in infants, is filtered out through the bowel, but that's not the whole story. He says that the mercury levels may drop in the blood a few days after the vaccine is, is given, uh, but not before the, the mercury travels to the infant's brain, causing developmental problems. So he also states that in order for the mercury to exit the blood to the bowel, it has to travel through the kidneys, which he says are very sensitive to mercury exposure. So this could be why a lot of people are in dialysis now. He also stated that the body deals with this mercury in vaccines differently uh, than you, the mercury you get in seafood. He, he says the research team concluded that the methylmercury exposure in vaccines, um, the guidelines in adults may not be accurate for risk assessment, especially for those in children who receive the thermosol-containing vaccines. Uh, let's see, Journal of the American Medical Association said this in 1988. Minimal brain damage is the single most prevalent disability reported by elementary schools. Hmm. Well, according to Dr. Uh, Burbacher, mercury compounds are very toxic to the brain, your central nervous system, and your immune system. Mercury can cross the blood-brain barrier. Therefore, pregnant women being vaccinated with influenza vaccines, for instance, are also vaccinating the unborn baby, the fetus, with mercury and adversely affects the neurological system. So medicine has really not studied small amounts of mercury to be safe for pregnant women. So how the infant metabolism deals with this methylmercury from the vaccine has never been assessed. Dr. Burbacher says the type of mercury used in vaccines is technically called ethylmercury. According to his research, ethylmercury is converted to methylmercury and it travels to the brain and leaves twice the amount of methylmercury in the body. So methylmercury is considered to be an organic mercury combined with a carbon. Methylmercury is the type of mercury found in fish, and um, it crosses the blood-brain barrier and is considered to be more dangerous than inorganic ethylmercury. Hmm. So inorganic mercury is combined with non-carbon substances and is used in medicines. And most of the safety data on your mercury, uh, referencing methylmercury obtained through the diet. So these health authorities are saying, you know, safe levels. There's, there's safe levels because it's in fish as well, and it's safe. Therefore, there is no question uh, that the vaccines are safe. However, we get autism, we get, you know, dyslexia, we get all these neurological problems and some kids die um, and they, their systems just can't handle any level of mercury, apparently. 
uh, medical science has focused on, according to Dr. Bachner, he says agenda research, which in his book is called biased studies. Oh, okay. Well, here's the other side of mercury. Uh, another side of toxicity from mercury was studied by an Italian scientist, um, Gaian Paolo Baloni, uh, Benoni, and in his research, he has stated that methylmercury causes behavioral changes in animals. He says the mercury affects the endocrine system responsible for making and managing hormones. Dr. Vanoli specifically mentions that sex hormones are affected and has made um, the controversial discovery that mercury causes homosexuality in animal tests. So in his writings, he suggests that the influence of mercury in his regard is magnified with successive generations of vaccinations. He states that the DNA of the next generation is affected as parents pass on altered state DNA. Therefore, Dr. Vanoli considers homosexuality to be, to be a disease which does not respect the order of life. So I guess he's saying uh, a lot of this mercury could be inducing behavioral changes like this and is passed on through the DNA. He also states that the homosexuality produced by mercury toxicity to be a micro form of autism. He says this is why with each successive generation, the rates of autism and homosexuality are excelling. Modern science, however, does not confirm this or endorse this research. And according to medical historian and writer Harris Coulter, Ph.D., the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, which was published by the American Psychiatric Association, it consists of 80 pages of neurological conditions he suspects to be caused by vaccines. He reports that 15 to 20% of school-aged children in the United States have some form of developmental or neurological problem. He suggests that social violence and personality disorders such as narcissistic and psychopathic disorders can be linked to vaccines. He explains that the vaccines containing mercury cause disorders. Um, they cause encephalitis and swelling of the brain, and it leads to post-encephalitic conditions and personality disorders. So he says he can make these claims because he did some research and he uncovered the following. He says, in 1930, the vaccine programs were instituted in the 1930s. In the 1940s, cases of autistic children started to appear. After World War II, the vaccine program was expanded and autistic cases increased significantly. The first generation of vaccine babies of 1945 showed reading problems. New developmental problems appeared, learning disabilities, hyperactivity, and dyslexia followed. Lower IQ scores by 1963 started to show up. In the 40s generation on military exams for service, you know, there was a difference in disparity compared to the babies born in the 60s. The IQ scores from the 40s uh, from vaccine children was higher than from children vaccinated today, there was a 70-point difference. Violent crime increased associated with the post-encephalitic syndrome, the increase in crimes and also in crimes of sexual nature. 
He says there was an increase in crimes committed by those with a lack of remorse, an increase on drug dependency, alcohol, and illegal drug use. He also mentions homosexuality and post-encephalactric syndrome have some sort of connection. And he says Europe has similar demographics, but to a lesser extent. Goodness, that's scary. So according to the Developmental Delay Registry, there have been an alarming rise in the number of developmental delayed children in just the past 10 years. Psychiatrist Dr. Leo Kanner wanted to see how many learning disabilities and behavioral problems were reported in children right as uh, vaccines were mandated and were just getting established. So in 1943, he found only 11 cases. Further research by Dr. Kanner proved that the children were suffering from an epidemic of encephalitis caused by the infectious inflammation in the brain. This was combined with mercury with the disease in the vaccine, and by 1997, there were 200,000 reported cases of encephalitis in the U.S. compared to 11 in just 1943. So it is reasonable to conclude, he said, that there are many more cases going unreported by medicine. Um, Let's see, Pediatrics Journal of 1967, Volume 39, said this, It is highly probable that autoimmunity and developmental disabilities are interlinked by vaccine-induced encephalitis. End of quote. Well, the cost of vaccines is pretty high, apparently, according to author Harris culture of the book Vaccination, Social Violence, and Criminality, the attack on the human brain by scientific medicine is a guarded secret. He reports that the scientific research has existed since 1922 and shows that vaccines cause encephalitis and is especially uh, prevalent in the DPT vaccine. Coulter lists the clinical research of the common disabilities vaccines will deliver. He says it will produce people with short attention spans and poor retention and concentration skill, hyperactivity and impulsive behaviors, temper tantrums, rage and hostility, self-absorbed alienation and abusive disorders, clumsiness and poor coordination. He said somewhat less severe symptoms tend to be stubbornness, low frustration thresholds, genital fixations, lack of respect for persons or property, obsessive compulsive behaviors, and tics and twitches. So a U.S. mental health survey showed the rate of sociopathic personality disorders and other mental illness significantly higher in individuals that were born after 1940. So this was in Time magazine. It's a report in 1984. So a generation later, in 1963, the IQ scores were so low that aptitude tests had to be dumbed down to make it easier for people to pass them. So all this is well documented. However, Congress passed the Immunization Assistance Act in 1965, expanding the vaccine treatments and making them mandatory. So when we skip ahead 12 years to find research confirming confirming 80% increase in mental and nervous system disorders, various behavioral disorders, drug abuse, and hyperactivity in individuals under 17, well, there you are. By 2000, one in 750 kids 
suffer severe brain injury from the DPT vaccine. They get convulsions, shock, they collapse. They have a temperature over 105. They have high-pitched screaming, inability to walk, stand, or sit up unassisted. And about 10% of the milder cases result in learning or behavioral problems, and they're reported as undiagnosed most of the time or not reported at all. So you can see what, you know, moms out there and parents, fathers too frustrated when, you know, you have a couple of kids and one kid reacts like that. It's just not, you know, the same, and they know something's wrong. And uh, they keep changing the formulations of these vaccines from time to time so that not everybody comes down with the same symptoms to kind of shed a light on the vaccine. So it's plausible deniability that it's not the vaccine that did that. Um, well, let me read you this quote from Harris Coulter in his book, A Vaccination, Social Violence, Criminality. He says, most of us have been told by our doctors that only babies or children who have severe reactions to their vaccines within the first few hours or days after a vaccine is given are at risk of suffering brain damage. However, this assumption has been proven to be false. Research indicates there is no correlation between the severity of the symptoms suffered with the disease and the damage that appears later. In many cases, the symptoms of the disease are mild, yet severe post-encephalatic complications arose months or even years afterward. Often the damage became more apparent during times of sudden growth, such as during the ages of seven to 10 or during the early teen years. Wow. Well, you know, uh, according to Dr. Coulter, we need to be educated on the non-medical talk also by scientists and physicians. For instance, when we're told that just one in 100,000 people will have adverse reactions to vaccines, they don't tell you that logically if one person has a severe reaction, that means 100 will have a mild reaction. So according to his research on vaccines, it led him to discover that Creation of vaccines was introduced uh, was to introduce the whooping cough toxin into the population. That was the whole point of the vaccine program. So why the whooping cough? Well, whooping cough disease is also known as pertussis, and it causes neurological damage. So the whooping cough vaccine was introduced in 1933, but due to doubts as to its safety, it was not promoted heavily worldwide until 1957. So in 1974, there was a significant concern that the pertussis vaccine caused encephalitis and other neurological disorders in children giving the vaccine. So there was even a high court case in London claiming brain damage occurs with the pertussis vaccine. And this was a case called Loveday versus Renton and Wellcome Foundation. The National Childhood Encephaly Study was also um, considered in the case. It was a control study group on the pertussis vaccine at the time, and it was used in this court case. Interestingly, the main findings of the study were never divulged in print, but were told that the court pressed for discovery and the results were then revealed. So the, the press reported the study found that there was no permanent brain damage within 48 hours of being vaccinated based on 2 million vaccinated children in England and in Scotland and in Wales. However, the court found that the study manipulated that evidence 
and the London court at the time did not rule that the pertussis vaccine was completely safe. Ah, so a high court in London, you know, saw that, you know, there could be a delay, 48 hours, not enough time. So, you know, uh, it's real important to be aware of these things. A lot of people think it's conspiracy theory, but if you dig for information, there are some people that, you know, stand up and tell you what they found, and they're honest about it. There have been virologists that have come forward and said, hey, wait a minute, and they've been, their careers have been ruined. Dr. Anthony Morris was one of them. So you have to ask, if, 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 you're, if you're really getting destroyed for speaking the truth on something that you found, um, you've got to know you're over target, and you're being eliminated for a reason. Uh, so do your homework out there. If you have kids, grandkids, um, share this information. Um, get you a vaccine of uh, physician warranty. Um, they're out there on the Internet. You can print them off and present that to your physician and, um, and have them sign off on the safety of the vaccine they're about to give you or your child. Uh, have them sign off on all liability and see if they'll sign it, you know, if they're not going to sign it, what does that tell you? Because the, the, they're, they're, they're supposed to say, hey, I, I wouldn't give you anything that would damage you or hurt you. And that's your, your responsibility as a parent to protect your kid. That's a God-given responsibility. So do your homework and be safe out there. We do have from time to time people contact us at Apothecary Herbs, especially those in the medical field that are mandated to get like flu vaccines, and they want to reverse the flu vaccine. You want to learn how to reverse a vaccine? Give us a call at Apothecary Herbs. We have a few things to tell you. And uh, it's uh, safe and it's not toxic. And you can, children can use it. Adults can use it. Uh, give us a call, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. If you want a free catalog, you can ask for one. It will be mailed to you. You can download the catalog off the website at thepowerherbs.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for the free online newsletters that go out each week with lots of healthy tips and information that you don't want to be without. And it's completely free, no subscription free, but it is email delivered, so only by email. So you can sign up online, go to thepowerherbs.com, click on books and newsletters and sign up there. The American Survival goes out on Tuesday and the HealthQuest newsletter goes out on Friday. So if you want a HealthQuest, Sign up today, and you'll be put on the list for tomorrow's issue. And completely free. Share with family and friends. That's cool. And don't forget, Heart Health Month is quickly coming to a close. It'll end next Tuesday. So if you want to save 10% on the herbs for the heart-strengthening formulas, then uh, do so and save 10% during Heart Health Month at thepowerherbs.com. Oh, my goodness. This hour just flew by, Frank. Bam. It's gone. It's gone. Well, if you have a health topic, feel free to let me know. I try to work it into the show. A couple of you have uh, sent me over emails, give me a call, left me voicemails. So I try to work that stuff in. The information presented is not intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. Seek medical advice from a licensed medical physician if you dare before using any product or therapy. I'm your herbalist, Wendy Wilson. Until next time, be well.
The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time, I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preserved or soy. You can be confident your Numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency. Numana.com, a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster. That's Numana.com. N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. Welcome to the Messiah's Branch Broadcast, 
a one-hour promise program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. Today's date is February 23rd, 2017. The world is in turmoil. Most just do not realize it, but we are in that time at the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Hear the sound of the shofar. Heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. Please make this choice tonight. If you need help after this program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, please leave your name, your number, your prayer request, and or message. The phone number, of course, is 620-878-4682. And in emergency, my cell phone number is 316-619-4886. You can always find updates with the Mission Church, our radio programs, um, <clears throat> contact information, all this at our, uh, our ministry hub, which is very simply prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. You can also find our radio archives over there. Remember, prayer requests can be sent by United States Postal Service and by email with your return address also with your phone number to call you back. These requests will be taken to the Wichita uh, Mission Church, anointed with oil, prayed over, and sent back to you at your request with no solicitations for donations. No, we won't keep your address unless we're told to, or as my wife says, we'll just throw it away. We are a national satellite radio program, which is simulcast live on the net internationally, live on YouTube, and on some FM stations, so pray about supporting our time because it is not free. And we are, for you YouTube people, we're on YouTube right now live. On another note, I want to thank our listener base that is worldwide in places like Dubai, United Arab Emirates, Auckland, New Zealand, Colombia, Australia, Sydney, Australia, Jerusalem, Israel, Bucharest, Romania, and of course cities right here in the good old USA such as Washington, D.C., Stockholm, California, Corpus Christi, Texas, Buffalo, New York, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Atlanta, Georgia. These are just to name a few. And, of course, Wichita, Kansas, which remains our largest group of listeners to our radio programs, at least when they podcast later tonight. Now a prayer will bring on tonight's guest and get on with this important program. Dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, I pray. Father, I pray that radio tonight goes according to your will and not ours, because we don't know how to do anything, Father. So please also give everyone out there ears in which to hear the truth. So please, Father, bless this program tonight. In your son, Yeshua HaMashiach's mighty name, amen and amen. Well, folks, you remember when I was talking with Joel Richardson about his new book, Babylon? I brought up at the first of the program that many people who write off, or who write or talk about the United States being Mystery Babylon first got the belief from Dmitri Dudeman 
a modern-day prophet. Most likely, if you heard him or ever saw him on a video, it was a Prophecy Club video. So tonight, we bring back on with us my old, my friend I have known for over 20 years, Stan Johnson. Stan Johnson has studied Bible prophecy for 40 years. He's been teaching it for 35 years. He's made 32 DVDs on it. He is the founder of the Prophecy Club and has hosted speaking tours for over 160 guest speakers over the last 22 years. These 160 speakers have made over 335 DVDs on Bible prophecy. Stan and his uh, had the help of his wife, Leslie, to start the Spirit of Prophecy Church in 1998 and is currently the pastor of the Spirit of Prophecy Church in Plano, Texas. He is the, also the president and CEO of Prophetic Oil Incorporated, whose goal is to find the prophesized oil in, in Israel. He, is, he was the one that introduced Dimitri Dudeman, whose message is that America is Mystery Babylon, and Stan's primary mission is to continue that warning. He also, though, introduced Hayseed Stevens, whose vision was to find oil in Israel, and Stan also continues on in this vision. Tonight, he will tell us about what Dimitri Dudeman said about what is prophesied about America. So let's just welcome Stan. Are you there with me, Stan? Yes, sir. I am and glad to be here. Well, I'm so glad to have you back. You haven't been on in a couple of years, but I'm sure glad to have you back tonight. Well, thank you, and it's a pleasure to be here. And before we start, I want to say Dan is a good guy. I know Dan. I know his wife. I know his ministry, and he is the good guy that he sounds like on the radio, and that is a ministry that you really do want to support. Well, I sure appreciate that, Stan, and, and uh, we've been friends for a long time. I, I Radio came because of a uh, uh, your inspiration. You did radio when I'm. Uh, you've always did radio as long as I've known you. But uh, much of what I do is is an inspiration from the things that you've did. So thank you, Stan. Well, and may I say before God and all the people listening, you know everybody in the kingdom has their call, and we all want to hear the same sentence: "Well done, thou good and faithful servant." But you do an amazing thing. Not only do you do radio, but you have a heart and a special place in the kingdom to help people that are down and out and hurting. And the only person that can help them is Jesus. And so I just think you do a wonderful, I mean, I couldn't do it, but you do a wonderful ministry to people, brother. Well, amen. Thank you. Well, you know, but let's get on with your ministry. You know, you, the Prophecy Club is really a, a format. I remember when I first found you, everybody was trying to imitate what the Prophecy Club was doing, but nobody really seemed to succeed. Well, I look back on those days, Dan, and I can't tell you how many times I scratched my head and said, you know, what we're doing here is impossible. In the natural, this is impossible to put together a radio program, get people to show up from the radio program in our newsletter to a hotel to pay five, eventually $7 to come in and listen to it, and then actually give money and actually be able to walk out with the money, be able to pay for the radio. And that was our goal every month, is to get to the end of the month, one soul's and had the money to pay the bills. <laughs> so, uh, well, amen. There sure was a lot of people that, that said that the sinner's prayer for the first time, and, and I mean, that happened at every meeting. Back well, as, as a matter of fact, uh, thinking about that, 
from 93 to to give you a little <laughs> I don't normally <laughs> talk about this but from 1993 when we started to 2000 before Y2K hit we were able to lead about 7000 new souls to the Lord and about 20,000 rededicated and then after Y2K is just been a hosh posh catch here catch there uh, right. I, I believe that the best soul winning days lie ahead. Yeah, amen. So do I. Um, absolutely. Well, you know, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of people you might heard from lately, and there's a lot of people that you know do attest that America is mystery Babylon, and there's some people that have come out and said it's Mecca and different things. I don't want to go into theirs. But at the root of most of those teachers that I see out there now, because I've known them for so many years, basically because of being around your ministry, um, that they, the roots of where they first started that or got that message was from Dimitri Dudeman. And ergo, if it was Dimitri Dudeman, it had to be you. So um, well, explain that to the people. Well, probably that's pretty close to true. I'm not going to sit here and say that we're the only source for people to hear about Dimitri Dudeman. But I will say that he said two things. He said that when he came to speak at Prophecy Club, it was some of the busiest times he ever had. He also said the DVD that we made of him was the best DVD that was ever made. But if we're going to get to what I got today, we better get started. I'm letting you go. Cover. You just take it from the top. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, first of all, before I get into and if you've heard me before, you're, I'm about to say a lot of things you have not heard before. Before we start talking about Dimitri, first of all, I want to tell you why America should be listening, why everyone on the globe needs to be hear this, especially America. First of all, when should the President of the United States and all the people of the nation begin to listen to a warning that is claimed to be from God? In other words, like the king of, king of Nineveh listened and believed Jonah and got a 40-year delay for Nineveh. Well, so when is a message big enough and important enough to where, let's, for example, say Donald Trump really should invite me in to hear this message? When is that important enough to where even a president of a nation, especially America, really should listen? And that brings to a bigger question, is that big enough for every person in America to listen to? Okay, so let me compare it to three different situations. First of all, let's talk about Paul. He had letters from the high priest authorizing him to arrest, beat, stone Christians. Then on the road to Damascus, he saw a light, heard a voice, blind for three days, didn't eat or drink for three days until Ananias prayed for him. And the prayer was, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, has appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately scales fell from his eyes, and he could see he rose and he was baptized. Now, he did a lot of things after that, but we're not talking about those. We're talking about the one single initial call. This was the call that got the scared-to-death Christians with good reason, because this is a guy that was arresting them, rounding them up. I mean, he was at the stoning of Stephen and, and, and agreeing with it, okay? So this was a very, very feared man in his day by the Christians. But yet this specific example got the Christians of the day to listen to Paul. Now, I'm going to compare Paul's, and I want you to, Paul's calling to Demetrius' calling. 
And I'm going to say that if you listen to Paul, and I'm not trying to lift up Paul or Demetri Dudeman above, above one, but another, because they're all servants of the Lord, okay? And just like he said in the, the servants that were sent in to the, the vineyard in the morning, others are sent in the afternoon, others sent in the evening. He said, uh, but he gave them all the same. So, okay, so what I'm trying to say is if you hear Paul, you should listen to Demetri Dudeman. Now, let's go to the next one. Cornelius and Peter. Okay, you remember, giving the gospel to the Gentiles. That's what this is all about. <clears throat> Cornelius had an angel come to him, and he said, go to Peter. Then, as Cornelius's two men that he had sent to Peter are knocking on the front door, Peter is concluding a vision in which he saw happened three times. This vision happened three times where he saw a sheet lifted or, or, or lowered down, having abominable animals in it. He says, Peter, kill and eat. He said, no, not you don't understand, Lord. I don't eat anything that's unclean. And then he said, don't call unclean what I call clean. About that time, they're, they're knocking on the door. So that particular incident of the angel sending, having Cornelius send two people to Peter, and Peter having the, the three visions representing the three people was the reason Peter gave the gospel to Cornelius. Without that, you and I wouldn't be talking about Jesus today. So I'm saying if we listen to Cornelius and Peter, if we listen to Paul, we should also listen to Dimitri, because I'm going to say that the answer is at least, possibly even bigger, than their initial call. Now, after the call, I'm not talking about what they did more. Now, let's go to John the Revelator. If you'll read the Fox's Book of Martyrs, you'll find out that the reason he was banned to the island of Patmos is he was boiled in oil. They couldn't kill him. He was so ugly when they got him out of the vat of oil that they banned him to the Isle of Patmos. Revelation 1.10 says, this is John the Revelator talking. I was in the spirit of the Lord today, and I heard behind me a great voice as if a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, what thou seest, write in the book, and send unto the seven churches which are in Asia. That was the example that started everything for John the Revelator. Now, if you can compare the whole book of Revelation, which is, you know, like this one giant huge vision, uh, <laughs> there's no question. You've got to listen to it. Now, my point is, if you listen to Paul, Cornelius, Peter, and John the Revelator, you've got to listen to Demetri Dudeman. Here's his story briefly, then I'll tell it more in detail here in a second. He smuggled Bibles for 30 years into Romania and Russia. He finally was arrested, tortured for five months, culminating in them putting him on the electric chair twice. As the electricity is going through him, the angel Gabriel shows up and says, no, you're not going to die. You're going to America to give them a warning from God. Then the angel came to him in, uh, like three months later and told him the year, month, day, and hour that he would be exiled to America. It happened. When he arrived in America, the angel showed up again to give him the warning after he gave him the warning, which we'll cover in a second. Then he told him, so that you know that I'm truly the angel of God, I'm going to tell you four specific things that are going to happen to you tomorrow. He said, someone's going to come and pay your rent, bring you a bed, a car, and a bucket of honey. It all happened exactly as he was told. So do we count twice on the electric chair? A reason to listen to Dimitri. Arrested, tortured for five months? A reason. Smuggle Bibles 30 years. The angel was able to tell him, uh, you're my day and hour, and then four things the next day that would happen. Is that a call big enough to where Donald Trump should call me and say, Stan, 
come to the White House, tell me, what is this warning? I'm going to say yes, absolutely, positively. Is that big enough for you to listen? Brothers and sisters, if you hear Paul, Peter, Cornelius, John the Revelator, you better hear Demetri Dudeman. Now, how has America received it? Well, since February of 1988, I've done everything I can to try to warn America. How's it going? Not so good. So, in my opinion, America, unlike Nineveh, has not received the warning. Now, let's start with why I believe that I've been called to get this message out. It was February 1988, and I was teaching a class at our local church on Bible prophecy. Started off with two or three people. After a few months, it had 25 or 30 people. And after one of the classes, a lady walked up and handed me an audio tape. And it was of Demetri Dudeman giving his testimony. And so I wrote him a letter, and I'll cut part of the story here, and asked him to come and speak for one evening to the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship. So he writes back, and he says, I'll come for two weeks. I said, two weeks? <laughs> what am I going to do with this guy for two weeks? Well, by the time he showed up in March, supernaturally, a pretty much no doing on my part, he was booked. He went to like six or seven different radio stations and TV stations, six or seven different churches and Christian groups. He later said it was the busiest two weeks of his life. So it was all God-ordained. Now, why me? Because I think God looked into my heart, and he reached down, and he pointed this guy and says, that's the guy. This is the knucklehead that is just bold enough <laughs> to go out there and continue to tell people this message. I'm going to put it in his hands. Now, here's the story on that. So March 1988, uh, Dimitri Dudeman comes to town. And uh, as I'm riding around, he would tell me different things and different experiences he had. And he said, by the way, one of the things he says, the angel told me that before the internal revolutions, uh, but, excuse me, before the internal problems come to America, before America falls, that there will be a, an internal revolution in Romania. That's March of 1988. Well, I was interested in hearing what was going to happen to America, so I kind of tucked that on the back burner. Well, about a year later, it's December 22nd, 1989. I'll never forget it. It's about 8.30 in the morning. My back was hurting. I was still in bed. Here it comes on CNN. Ceausescu's been shot. Romania's having a revolution. About that, I mean, I set up. I thought, oh, man, it's really true. No, 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 no. I knew it's true. I thought, but, but, but it's so close. All of a sudden... It brought Demetrius Dudeman's warning slapping me in the face. About that time, the phone call is ringing. I pick it up. My mom calling long distance from Texas. You watching the news? Yeah. About the Romanian revolution? Yeah. She says, okay, didn't you tell me that that was going to happen? I said, yes, ma'am, I did. She says, okay, tell me, what else did you say? I said, well, it wasn't me saying it, but here's the rest of the message. And my mom took this message a whole lot different. She decided he, she had set up, listen, bend her ears forward, and believe what her son had been telling her the whole time. That afternoon, I walk into the office. Elsie was the secretary in those days. She said, you've been watching the news. I said, uh, yeah, why? She says, about the Romanian Revolution. I said, yes. She said, didn't you tell me that was going to happen? I said, yes, ma'am, I did. She said, okay, tell me again. What else did you say? Well, once again, wasn't me saying it. It was Demetri Dudeman, but this was the message. And Elsie began to listen. 
I'd like to be able to tell you that that's what's happened to America, but unfortunately, America has ran from this message, and that is not a good day for America. Now, next example, March 1989. So I picked up Dimitri Dudeman, his grandson and interpreter, Michael Boldea, in uh, Topeka, or excuse me, in Kansas City. He had just spoken at a church there. I was going to pick him up and drive him over to Topeka where he was going to do some other speaking. So here we are. We're heading west on I-70 between Kansas City, heading toward Topeka. Now, at the time, we had just moved into a new home in Omaha, and my wife was in our home in Omaha unpacking as we were out on this tour with Dimitri. And Dimitri leans his head back. I thought he's asleep. Directly, he sets up, opens his eyes, looks at me, and he says, uh, this woman in your life, <laughs> yes, my wife, yes, yes. He said, you tell her, first, she must pray for strength for herself. She's praying for other people, and their problems are coming back on her. You tell her, first, before she prays for other people, she must pray for strength for herself. Whoa, okay. What well, didn't mean much to me. So we arrived at a little village inn, about 37th in Topeka. I'll never forget it. Got them seated. They're ordering. I stepped, this is before cell phone days. I stepped out into the foyer there, into the payphone, called my wife in, uh, in Omaha, and I said, okay, okay. I picked this guy up, and uh, it, 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 I, actually, I got this out of place because this is the first time I picked him up. So anyway, so I, I picked him up, and uh, he says, I, I said, let me tell you what he said. He said that I'm supposed to tell you that before you pray for other people, you're supposed to pray for yourself. He says, you're praying for the people, and their problems are coming back on you. You're supposed to pray for yourself before you pray for the people. Does that mean anything to you? She just goes, I've just been, I've just been praying for people all day long, and I just feel down and depressed, and yes, he hit it. And I thought, whoa, who is this? Who is this I have in my car that can know the secret prayers of my wife in Omaha, Nebraska, when I'm driving west on Interstate 70 in Kansas. Who is this? How can he know that? Obviously, I know I have somebody very special in my car. Right there. Let's stop. We're going to go to a break. So, what? Stan, tell them where the Prophecy Club is and, you know, uh, give them the website and tell them what's over there. Well, it's prophecyclub.com. You spell it with a C, prophecyclub.com. And, yes, you can get Dimitri Dudeman's testimony. You can get his book there. Matter of fact, I think on the front page you can go and there's a Dimitri Dudeman gift offer or something like that. But, Dan, I want to say I want to encourage the people to support you. For years, 23 years on the radio, I've been on the radio. So many people come on my radio program. They don't think anything about helping us. All they're there for is to see how many books and things they can sell for their ministry. And as you know, every time I come on, I'm always trying to get your supporters to support you. So I'm okay. going to say, I'm going to say, support Dan too. Okay, folks, we'll be back in three minutes. We'll talk more with Stan.
shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. condition and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option, you need our emergency heart attack kit. Five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle, strengthen heartbeat, increase circulation, relieve pain, and make breathing easier. When seconds count, you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit. Easy to use and portable in a one-pound compact kit for your purse, briefcase, or car. Call Apothecary Herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit, toll-free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom This is Pastor Dan Catlin, and you're listening to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. 
Well, folks, remember to pray about a donation for the Wichita Mission Church tonight. You know, we see more and more new people each day, and we get no help from any organized churches or government agencies. It's only folks like you that have supported us. That we're now we're in our 17th year and soon to be starting 18th year that make this Mission Church. So why do so many people come for us for help? Well, love, that's the answer. They're treated as family. Second, and beyond that, we have no set guidelines like programs. People just walk in the door and ask for what they need. That's the rule. If we don't have a way to fill the need, we pray it in. This is even why the agencies tell their employees about the Fodder's Little Mission Church. You see, when guidelines stop them from helping, they send people to us. People who have millions of dollars in their budget send people to a place that really has so, no budget. So why does... So just pray about it, folks. This is why, um, anyway, we are responsible, folks, to care one for another as we are our brother's keepers. All donations, no matter what size, helps. And the Father notices all donations that come from where? Your heart. If you don't wish to help with the poor, pray about uh, a donation for radio airtime. You can donate online or mail a check or money order. Find all the information at ProfitsJR.com. And now we're back to listen to Stan Johnson giving his testimony about Dimitri Dudeman and the warning that is needed for America and maybe even specifically for the White House. So welcome back, Stan Johnson of the Prophecy Club. Are you there, Stan? Yes, sir. Uh, as I look at this, I'm going to have to really move in order to get to even half of this. So okay, I'll go quickly here. So uh, the next example, it was late at night, uh, and he, he, he says, I couldn't stay inside of the, uh, because of the smell. And he says, I went outside because of the rock. And he said, a light came toward me. The fear of cars came with me, and, and the, within me, remaining police were always trying to run me over the cars. He says, that's why I jumped to run. The light surrounded me. Out of the light, I heard the same voice that said, Dimitri, why are you so despaired? Now, that's part of his testimony. Now, in 1989, I was privileged to go to Dimitri's house in Fullerton, California. While I was there, we were out in his front lawn. And I said, by the way, the night that the, the angel came to you, for the first time when you just arrived the very night in America, you said you were outside sitting on a rock, and, and the, you thought that it was a car running over you. Where were you sitting? And there was what you and I would call a planter. He walked over and he sat down. He looked to the left, looked to the right, kind of got his bearings. He said, I was sitting right here. And I said, now, where did the light come from when you thought that they might be running you over with cars? And he pointed, he said, that, that direction right there. Well, I changed the subject directly. He got up and walked off. Well, being the inquiring mind that I am, I walked over and sat down in the exact space he was sitting down in. Then I looked up and I asked myself, okay, if it's midnight and if I see a light coming at me from that direction, could I possibly mistake that for a car? And the answer is absolutely. As a matter of fact, his, there's like the, the, the road is a T intersection there, and the bottom of the T, if you keep going straight and not turn left or right, you would literally run right over where he was sitting. You would run right into the front living room of his house. So that told me as a further natural confirmation of his story. Finally, <clears throat> 1989, I dropped him off uh, to speak at the Living Faith Church in Omaha. Brother Wes Doffenbaugh was the pastor in those days. We were heading south on I-60 about 6.30 p.m., and I had just passed Pacific Street. I'll never forget it. Leslie turns to me, and she says, Now, I don't want you to think that I don't think Dimitri is from God, because I do. But... You know, if he was really a man from God, 
he would know that I want a message from God, and he would give me a prophecy. I said, honey, uh, I think that's, that's stretching a little bit. Uh, well, he gives you and these other people prophecies. He said, here's what God says to you, and I want him to give one to me. And I said, well, ask him. You ask him, he'll give you one. She says, no, no, no. If he's really a man of God, he will know that I want to hear what God says to me, and he'll tell me. I said, honey, I think, you know, that's stretching a little bit. Just ask him, he'll tell you. She says, no, no, no. If he's a man of God, he will know I want a prophecy. That's Monday night. Friday night, I have him over the house. We had about 25, 30 people in our house that night. I remember he talked on Galatians 5. After he's over, I'm in the the kitchen helping get tea for the guests. Leslie walks up. She said, did you talk to Dimitri? Uh, no, honey, has he been gone all week long? Why? She said, I, I mean, did you tell him I wanted a prophecy? No. No? Why? She said, are you sure you didn't say anything to him? I said, no, I didn't I haven't talked to him. No, why? She said, here's what he just did. He just walked up to me, and he pointed that little crooked finger at me, and he said, you said, if I'm a man of God, I would have a prophecy for you. And so here's what God says to you. And then he began to tell her all the secrets of her heart. Now, the point is, Demetri Dudeman, in my opinion, is the greatest prophet ever sent to America. He is our Jonah. He is our one, only, and last chance to get some more time to delay, to soften the judgment that's coming. Now, I'm running out of time, so I'm going to have to skip some segments here in order to get to the most important thing that you must hear. So I'm going to start with how he got started in all this. He says, I was born in a Christian family. My my father was pastor of a Pentecostal church, and at the age of 17, I ran away from home. I went to Marine school, stayed there about four and a half years, became a Marine officer, gave me about 80 new recruits, put me out on the Black Sea. The government told me to search the ships coming in from the foreign countries, and if I found any Bibles, confiscate them, rest the missionaries. They said, Demetri, if you do this, you'll be advanced quickly. Ah, when I heard I'd become a big, important man, I started searching the ships faithfully. One morning, a ship came in from Holland. I took eight men with me. In checking the ship, sure enough, under a crate of cookies, I found a large quantity of Bibles. I went to the captain. Whose Bibles are these? I don't know. (laughs) Don't worry. You will know. About that time, I saw a man over on the side crying and praying to God. He was a missionary from Holland. He worked with open doors. I went to him asking for his passport. Are these your Bibles? No. Who do they belong to? They belong to your brothers and sisters. When he said it was like putting a a knife in my heart, I heard a voice in my ear saying, What are you doing, Dimitri? I put you here. Don't confiscate those Bibles. Don't you know your dad is a pastor? Don't you know your brother's a Christian? I had turned around to see who was speaking to me, but there was no one. I started shaking. I I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was so embarrassed that I was shaking in front of the missionary, so I went into another compartment of the ship. (laughs) The voice was still there. I stuck my fingers in my ears so I wouldn't hear it, but the voice got louder. Go give him his passport or I'll punish you. I went to the missionary shaking. I gave him his passport. I said, God answered your prayers. He told me in my ear to give your passport. And I also sent some men to protect you from the police. Well, that started some 30 years of Dimitri being a Bible smuggler. Now, I'm going to skip how he was arrested, never caught the Bibles, came to his home, 
walking on Bibles, couldn't see him. I'm going to jump to after he's arrested. Now he's at the police station. Put me in a very dark cell. Couldn't see any walls. Said, Dimitri, you're going to stay here until you tell us everything. <clears throat> after a little while, I heard a door open, you know, like there's a squeak. I said, is there someone in here? Then I heard a, like a, a rat squeak. I thought, whoa, what is going on? About that time, rats, huge, foot-long rats, man-eating rats, started jumping on me every place. I throw one or two off, and they're jumping on, and apparently this was <laughs> what they did. They just let the, the rats eat people whole. He said, about that time, I, I got really scared. <clears throat> and I said, don't let me down. And about that time, the whole room lit up with white, powerful light. He said, the light was so powerful, I couldn't look at it. Out of the light, I heard the same voice. Dimitri, don't be afraid. I am with you. Look at me. He said, I raised my head to try to look. He said, the power of the light was so strong, it threw me down to the ground. Dimitri, look at me. I said, who are you? I'm the angel Gabriel. I'm the messenger of heaven. I came to help you. Look at me. He said, when I looked, I saw a man dressed in shiny clothes. He had a wide belt around his, his waist. He had a helmet on his head. He had a sword that was flaming in his hand. He said, Dimitri, don't be afraid. You will go through many tortures, but I will be with you. He said, look around. He said, I looked around, and the whole floor was dead or filled full with dead rats. By that time, the light disappeared. They came and knocked on the door. Oh, you killed my children. Now I'm going to kill you. Then they put him into the, the water torture. He said, they pulled me up by the feet, took off my shoes, put me in a tight cell. A cold river of water was dripping on me. I got so cold, I couldn't move. They finally come to me, and they opened the door. I just fell out. What's wrong, Dimitri? Oh, we know. You're cold. It's okay. We'll heat you up. They tied me around the waist. They hoisted me up in middle air with rubber hoses. They began to beat on my feet and my hands. He says, brother, I don't have time to tell you all of the tortures that lasted for five months. All the time. Yeah, I, 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 I was so much torture. He said, but in my ear, Dimitri, don't tell. Dimitri, don't confess. You say, why would I endure this torture? He said, because if I had told them, many brothers have been, would have been arrested. Many children were starved to death because they take their job away. Now, let's jump to the point. So finally, the big test comes. One day they came to me, Dimitri, come here. We want to show you something. They took me into another room. He said, there was a very unusual chair. Do you see this chair, Dimitri? We brought it all the way from Germany just for you. You're going to tell us how you get those Bibles through, or you're going to die on that chair. He said, even if I die, I have nothing to tell you. They tied my hands behind the chair, tied my feet around it, put something over my feet, tied something over my heart, stuck a bowl on my head, two things in my ears. Think what you did. Now you're going to die. They plugged it in. I felt a powerful shock of electricity all through my body, like pins and needles going through me. I couldn't see anymore. I thought I was going to die. When I thought I was going to die, boom, the same light appeared. Dimitri, don't be afraid. You won't die. Plead the blood of Jesus. So I started saying, which was Romanian for the blood of Jesus. He said, I woke up. I was on the floor. 
They were pouring water on me, slapping me around. Now you told us everything. Listen, there was my voice. Send you little Asus. Send you little Asus. They couldn't get through it. They did the same thing the next day, twice on the electric chair. He told me later. Next morning, I wake up. All of my teeth had fallen out. They're in my mouth. All of my teeth, all of my teeth fell out and killed his, his teeth. Now, I'm going to skip to the next example. <clears throat> Three months later, after he was finally released, the angel came to him, healed him all up. He says, now, get busy. He said, you have four more years to carry Bibles. The police will follow you step by step, but I will be ahead of them. I will blind their eyes. When they see they can't catch you, they're going to kick you out of your country. He said, I'm going to tell you the year, month, day, and hour. You're going to be exiled from God so that you know that I'm truly the angel of God. You'll be exiled July 22nd, 1984, 10 o'clock in the morning. He said, I will pull up to the border checkpoint, taking out my back seat, my front seat. Had so many Bibles in the car all across my, my, uh, my dash. He said, I can barely turn the steering wheel. Dimitri, what do you have in the car? Bibles. Ah, go on, get out of here. Stop making fun of us. They couldn't see them. Sure enough. Gave all my possessions away, all packed up, July 22nd, 1984. Dimitri, you have to come with us. What are you doing with the suitcases? We knew you are coming. Ah, Dimitri. Sure enough, as we got to the airplane, exactly as the angel had said, July 22nd, 1984, just as the airplane is backing up. He arrived in America. I'll skip part of the message. The angel came to him again. He said, it was late at night. I couldn't stay in the, the, the house because of... Uh, smell, he said, because they had pets in there before. He said, I was, I was outside on a rock. A light came toward me. The fear of cars came with me because the Romanian police were always trying to run me over the cars. I jumped to run, but the light surrounded me. Out of the light, I heard the same voice. Dimitri, why are you so despaired? I said, why did you punish me? What I do is so rotten. Why did you bring me to America? I have nowhere to lie my head. I can't understand anybody. We have nothing to sleep on. Dimitri, didn't I tell you that I will be here with you also? I brought you here to this country because this country will burn. Well, then why did you bring me here to burn? Why don't you just let me die in my own country? Dimitri, have patience. I will tell you. Get beside me. Now, I quizzed him on this. He said, I don't know what it was. He said it was like a big pillow on fire. All I can remember is he controlled it with his left hand. That's it. He said, so I got beside the angel. In a moment of time, he took and showed me all of California in Las Vegas, in New York, in Florida. He said, you see what I've shown you? He says, this is Sodom and Gomorrah. And one day it will burn. He says, how will it burn? He says, America is so powerful. He said, the, it will start with an internal revolution in America. The Russian spies have discovered where the most powerful nu nuclear missiles are stored in America. It will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries which I cannot remember will attack. The Russians will bombard the nuclear missiles in America, and America will burn. What will you do with the church? <laughs> the church in America has left me. How? Don't you have any people here? He said, people in America honor people. The honor that should be given to God, they give to other people. Americans think high of themselves. They say, I serve God, but they don't. In the church, there's divorces, adultery, fornication, sodomy, all kinds of sin. 
Jesus doesn't live in sin. He lives in holiness. I brought you here so you could cry out loud. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Tell them to stop sinning. God never stops forgiving them. Tell them to repent. He will forgive them. Tell them to start preparing themselves now so I can save them in the day of trouble. How will you save the church if America will burn? Tell them exactly as I tell you. As he saved the three young men from the oven of fire and Daniel from the mouth of the lion, that is how I'll save them. But you must tell them to stop sinning and repent. Now, he says, I've blessed this country because of the Jews that are here. I have 7 million Jews here. They haven't tasted war or persecution. God has blessed them more than anyone else. Instead of thanking God, they started sinning and doing wickedly. Their sins have reached the Holy One, and God will punish them with fire. Israel doesn't recognize the Messiah because they place their trust on the Jews in America. But when God will hit America, all the nations will be terrified. God will raise up China, Japan, many other nations. They'll beat the Russians. They'll push them to the gates of Paris where they make a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. Now, I think that that is when they form the world government, and that peace treaty may be the start of the tribulation. All the nations with Russia as their leader go down to attack Israel. It's not that they want to. God makes them. Israel doesn't have the help of the Jews in America, so in their terror, when they see what is coming, they call for Messiah. Messiah returns on the clouds and defeats the armies of the earth. He says, are you ready to meet Jesus Christ? Are your wedding clothes clean? If there are still spots on the clothes of your soul, then the blood of Jesus still has power to wash them away. He said, well, if you are the angel of God, then everything you told me has to be written in the Bible. If it's not, then I can't tell the Americans. Tell them to read Jeremiah chapter 51, verses 8 through 15. Write it down. Jeremiah 51, verses 8 through 15. He names it the mystery Babylon, the great adulteress. Also, Revelation chapter 18. The whole chapter. Now, as an aside, I'm going to tell you that I believe the following chapters are the whole story. <clears throat> I think all of Revelation 18, all of Jeremiah 15, 51, all of Isaiah 13, 21, and possibly 47 and 34. Now, continuing. Uh, where was I? I? looked up from that. Okay, let's see. Um, ah, why did you call it the Mystery Babylon? He said, tell them because all the nations of the world immigrated to America. America accepted them. America accepted Buddha, the devil church, the sodomite church, the Mormon church, all kinds of wickedness. America was a Christian nation, but instead of stopping them, they went after their gods. Because of this, he named it the Mr. Babylon. He said, now, so that you know, and this is what you guys need to hear. This is proof it's from God. So you know I'm truly the angel sent by God tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Someone will come and give you a bed. At 10.30, someone will come and pay your rent. At noon, they will bring you a car and a bucket of honey. He said it happened exactly as the angel said. Nine o'clock, doorbell rang. I brought you a bed. Couldn't sleep all night long. Help me unload it. And then uh, at 10.30, someone rang my doorbell, handed me a check for $500. And at noon, someone rang my doorbell, handed me the keys to a car, opened up the front seat, setting the front seat, a bucket of honey, all exactly as the angel said. Now, in conclusion, December the 18th, 2016, as I stepped out of the shower, dried off, I turned to throw the tower, towel over the shower stall. You know how you do. And as the shower, or excuse me, as the towel was in the air falling over the, sh the shower stall, all of a sudden, in an instant, I got a revelation. 
Uh, see, I had been thinking things like Ferguson, Baltimore, Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot. The Russians hacked the election. Comey changed the election. Do away with electoral college. You know, Donald Trump got in. He ripped us off. You know, he didn't win the popular. I thought all of this was just happenstance. But all of a sudden, in a millisecond, I saw it. I saw that this revelation that this is the division in our nation is really caused by the hand of God. This is God intervening, causing division. This is the start of the internal revolution that Dimitri was told about. We are now in the early phases of the internal revolution. I believe that the angel first spoke to Dimitri in 1980. If you add 40 years, that concludes in 2020. So it's a very good possibility that our days are about to run out. Now, would you like to know seven signs to watch for to know when America is going to fall? April 15, 2002, my wife is a prophet, and she was given a dream. And the first part of it confirms the dream. She was told that Arafat was going to the hospital and die there. Now, at the time, Arafat wasn't allowed outside of his compound. So to put that on the air, to send out to all of our best supporters, put the Internet, that he's going to die in the hospital is a big thing. But two years later, 11-11-04, a.m., as she was told, Arafat died in the hospital. Point number two of that prophecy, Israel will give the Palestinians a state. The Palestinian state would be a, a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. Oil, massive amounts of oil will be discovered in Israel. The oil will make the Jews willing to fight for their land, then Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. I think that's probably World War III. Then, January 22, 2006, she was given uh, seven newspaper headlines <clears throat> that lead to the fall of America. She heard the first one audibly, the other one she heard in her heart. Now, this is not the order they were given. This is the order I believe that they'll be fulfilled in. One, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. We do not know what Omer is. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Two, catastrophe hits America. Catastrophe hits America. I'm repeating them twice. Three, one of America's greatest times of need. One of America's greatest times of need. Four, Israel refuses help to America. Israel refuses help to America. Five, Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Then finally, she said she heard my voice quoting the angel that spoke to Dimitri Dudeman. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia will attack. Pastor Dan. Wow. <clears throat> you got like a minute and 20 seconds left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the okay, well, let me use that 20 seconds to do this. First, now's the time, brothers and sisters, to stop sinning and repent, turn to Jesus. Second, now's the time for you to also go to prophecyclub.com, get all the scoop on Demetri Dudeman for you and your family so that you have it when these things start coming to pass. And three, do your very dead level best to pray for and support Pastor Dan's ministry to the homeless. You'll be blessed for it. Well, I appreciate that, Stan, and uh, there's a lot left out there, but uh, maybe sometime you'll come back when you get a notion to and tell us about the prophetic oil, because that's a really uh, important piece of this puzzle. So uh, pray about it, and we'll talk about it, and let me know. So 
You be blessed, Stan. Thanks for being on with me. I hope you do it again. Thank you. God bless. All right. God bless. Well, folks, that was uh, Stan Johnson, founder of the Prophecy Club. Yeah, I'm looking at his site right now, and if you go over there, you will find he does daily broadcast, and he's on many radio stations, but you can get him right on the Internet if that's what you want. Um, go to prophecyhour.com, or Prophecy Club, excuse me, prophecyclub.com, and check him out. He also has all those DVDs you talked about, the first radio program. Well, those are all uh, over there also. He even has some special offers, like from uh, Michael Snyder, who that's where Michael Snyder went and made his DVDs at um, that Michael uh, gets rid of, so or sells, whatever. But on the front page there, if you scroll down, there is a thing to listen to Dimitri Dunham's testimony. Folks, it's really important. Right now, everybody's talking about what is Mystery Babylon. And so you just need to check it out. You need to pray about it for yourself and see what you think. But anyway, Dimitri Dudeman, you can find it. You can also find out about Dimitri Dudeman at Hand of Help. But uh, Stan, you can get his book, Through the Fire Without Burning. That's Dimitri Dudeman's book, Through the Fire Without Burning. And that is his testimony with all about the prison and different things. Pray about supporting the Wichita Mission Church. We really do need your help. Remember, though, there is only one God. He is your father. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repentant sins. He rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the way to the Father. Remember, always, always, always be a blessing to others. If you're not a blessing to others, how can you be saved? Pray for the priests in Jerusalem. That's like praying for Messiah's return. Lord our God, Father, King Universe, ask in Yeshua HaMashiach's name that the Father blesses you and keeps you, and his face would shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace like no one or nothing else can. Until next Thursday, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch.
political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
welcome, 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 welcome. You're welcome. This is Patrick McGee, <laughs> and we're recording, we're coming to you from the uh, uh, Mark J. Patterson Memorial Pavilion in Murray, Utah, to celebrate Richard L. Stump's stealing Adam Bergstrom's shuttle and buzzing Donald Trump's hair. So we can't say that Richard's gone. He's just not here tonight. Adam, are you there? I am here, and I hear uh-huh. you loud and clear. And I have an Adam here also, and if he says hi, we'll know if he's loud and clear. Can you hear me okay, Adam? I hear you really clear. Yeah. Okay, now here's the sneaky part. We have Big Phil with us. Big Phil, would you say something? Something. How'd that sound? He's clear, too. Fantastic. Okay. So uh, have you filed the insurance papers on that stolen shuttle yet, Adam? No, not yet. We just let it go. Oh, I, I, you really do like it here on Earth, don't you? Oh, yeah. We like it a lot. Okay. All it's right. a cool place. We like to watch what's going on. It's very entertaining. <laughs> hey, are you the ice pirate? Are we who? The oh. ice pirates. Pirates? Yes, yeah. our ice. Back to your planet. The Antarian ice. <laughs> uh, skull and bones. No, skull and bones don't exist on our planet. <laughs> It certainly does here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, uh, I, we know that we're not going to get Doc Stump on the air tonight, but have we gotten John? Yeah. No, he's – come on. Would you explain to him? Okay, so uh, do we have John – do we have our pilot on board? Because somebody's got to fly this thing. Just as long as he doesn't take it to the Pleiades, you know. That's I understand. I, I understand you have okay. – I understand you have ill feelings about them. Well, Adam, okay. just like they're you, okay. I like they're it here okay. on Earth. They're okay. I, Adam, Do I, like I it here duty? I have no options of getting out of Earth. I love it here. So, yes, <laughs> I'm on too, board. John. Good evening, all, and uh, thanks for mentioning uh, Rich's name. May his soul rest in peace. I was just telling Frank there before, and I said, "Gonna miss him. We're all gonna yeah. miss him." So, yeah, we right, well, you know, a lot of you people don't know that um, um, Marilyn. No, no, I, I'm gonna say Marilyn because we're using anonymous names. Uh, Kirkpatrick died the day after. Uh, Richard L. Stump was supposedly died, and she gets buried tomorrow, and, and there's going to be a real cold funeral because it snowed a lot today. Oh. So, you know, so there's more. We can think of anybody who's decided they wanted to pass on, even if they didn't vote for Donald. Well, that was a country. That was, that was a sort of a little joke. Where are the drummers? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. So, um, John, I don't know if you heard, but we have an assembly of a partial membership of the uh, agents of the Crystal Matrix. Luckily, none of these people are bloodthirsty. Well, if that's a fortunate occurrence, yes. I, well, I think so, it's especially with you know, our local police. And the um, so, uh, but I mean, Richard would remind us that you know we do this show to discuss sulfur. And 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 the newbies here. I mean, I even actually have a person who's refused to take sulfur for how many years? And about uh, at least yeah, seven or eight. Why? Uh, because he's, he's why he's a purist. I said yeah, he's he's got he's got, he can he can paint with his beard. Okay, but here's the deal. Well, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> but we have we have other people in the room who are newbies. And when I told the guy, Mr. Hesterman, that the uh, Salt Lake Temple Tabernacle where we were invading the organ. I said, you know, 
newbies to sulfur are like new converts to the church. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you could, that could go like a lot of ways. He, he thought that was very funny. I would say naive. And, but well, no, I know. No, it, it was a symbol. I say, it was okay. a symbol. Well, you got it. Adam sometimes gets really hung up on words. Because I listen to what But I know. See, see, that means Adam, if we could get Adam and Adam playing ping pong and having to say a word every time they hit the ball, that would be interesting. That would be fun. Yes, yes, word ball. <laughs> okay, but so, uh, late over that. Yeah, but, but here's, here's the thing, um, you know, being that he's standing right over my shoulder and he's sort of close enough that you can everybody hear his voice on the mic, he thinks that maybe sulfur is a real deal. And so I'm going to introduce him. For those people who are not familiar with famous people who are not in who-who, who's who, who's who, okay, uh, this is Adam E. Abraham. It's not a fictitious name. It's not a known to plume. We've checked the tattoo on his left cheek. And so I'm going to have you listen to him spout this foolishness that he has about sulfur. We'll get into the water later. Uh, all right, Adam, so would you, would you please explain to us what you heard him explain to Mr. Paul? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we're both talking about newbies here because, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just learning, but I've, I've learned enough to, to jump in. And it turns out as, as uh, we've met and we, have, uh, we both have some motivations, unlike uh, uh, Darwin here, uh, he, he, well, he doesn't have anything he needs to, or is determined he needs to take care of or wants to take care of. Uh, but we His just, waistline tells me different. Well, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's another story. That's another story. But I have, I have learned a, a lot in the few days I've been here. And uh, one of them in particular, which is real close to me, has to do with just simply how, how, how first of all, important the sulfur, I don't know, I want to say molecule, element, I want to say is, to, um, to our physiological well-being. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Are those words good enough for you? I think okay. I'm, I'm just the observer. I don't know you want. But on the other hand. someone else to edit it. All right. On the other hand. Uh, the fact, uh, the, the chronic and institutionalized fact that is is virtually unavailable, metabolically speaking, you know. So when you got something that's actually critical to your health, uh, to your well-being, I want to say it that way, okay? Yeah. I'll say in, in that yeah. regard, when you got something critical to your physiological well-being, and yet it is institutionally unavailable, then we, you know, uh, Houston, we got we got a problem. We need to do something. And we were at the Salt Lake Temple today. Yes, in the tabernacle. We were in the temple. Not gonna I know. We were in the inner sanctum, as far as I was I know. Concerned. I know. <laughs> you know look, try as inner as I'm yeah. going to get for a while. But but here's, okay. here's the point. And I don't want to cast aspersions on Ezra Jack Benson, but it's his fault. Okay. 1954, this Secretary of the Agriculture, visiting with his rich friends in Arizona, hmm. you know, uh, Nelson Rockefeller and Prescott Bush, who were delaying the fact that they were just going so broke. I'm oh, so broke. And, and so he said, well, what can I do to help? I'm the Secretary of the Agriculture. He said, well, you could mandate the use of chemical fertilizers to underline that, you know, that uh, 1946 farm subsidy bill, which sucks. Because they weren't getting any money out of that. And so since then, we have had a broken cycle. 
as it goes everywhere. Not only that, but he wrote Dwight Eisenhower to arrest Rachel Carlson because she was a communist because she was saying bad stuff about pesticides. Wow. Yeah. Now you know why we have you on the air, because you know stuff that not even the janitor <laughs> at the temple knows. Well, you know, those folks in this planet have the beam, beam up all our information they know before we know it. <laughs> hey, fatty boy. Now, uh, hey, we have happened to know that Adam has not divulged any secrets to Edward Snowden or to uh, President Trump or even the janitor at the tabernacle. Even that. Okay, carry on. <clears throat> Patty, Patty Boy Patrick. Yes, yes, John. We have another gentleman who is very knowledgeable in this area, and that gentleman is the Hawaiian sulfur bandit, Mr. Hesh. He's on board if you want to say hello. Ah. Oh, he is hey, not. How you now, hold on a minute. That means he had to step out of the lineup, because if he was batting late, he'd still be in the game. What's happening, Hesh? Well, I just, I just couldn't fall asleep, so I figured... Well, if I called in on show, your huh? show, figured if I called in on your show, no Don't doubt I'd be put to sleep in a heartbeat. No, I'm kidding. New Jersey. Well, uh, actually, has been that you couldn't sleep, and Boomer didn't need to go for a walk. How no, I took him already. No, he's out okay. like a light. Okay, okay. So, how can we be of assistance on this mega transportation of information? special radio show we're doing from the pavilion. Well, you know, it's it's like everything else in life. Everything takes time, and you have to just keep informing people. I think I, think I told you about the email that I got from that guy who, who told me that he, uh, one of his friends gave him some sulfur, about six months ago, and he's since then ordered some from me not long ago. But after taking the sulfur for three, he had, he had stage four lung cancer. Started taking this, he changed his diet, got rid of, he, he basically went on a vegan diet and gave up sugar. So he could just get as much pure food in his body as he could. And then after three weeks of taking the the sulfur, he coughed up what, what he described as stuff that looked like jello. Three clumps he spit out of his mouth. Yellow I mean, fat? Yellow fat? <laughs> there you go. That, I mean, it was, yeah. it, was, it was bloody. It was unbelievable. In three globs. At that point, <laughs> from that point forward, his stage four lung cancer started going into remission and started decreasing. The cancer cells started decreasing. And that's when the guy got hooked and he ordered it from me. And he said, You know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm hooked for about five years. <laughs> you know, but I'm sure, I'm sure in time that five years is going to turn out to be a lifetime because he ain't going to get any sulfur from anywhere else, you know, because it, and the powers to be just took it away from everybody, you know, because they don't want healthy people on the planet. 
Adam, Adam, as Adam with an A D A M, not A T O M. Adam has a question for Hesh. Oh, okay. Do it. Um, I, 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 yes, I thought you did. Oh no, no, I, I was just uh, uh, loving what what has happened, and uh, again, the the fact is that uh, going off the sugar, huge, huge. Uh, decision, obviously, to make. Um, this is something I've also been experiencing, too, because uh, in my, uh, uh, I'll probably say, Patrick would probably say, never to be humble opinion, uh, I think sugar is probably our number one addiction in terms of yeah. drugs. I think sugar is a gateway drug. And yeah, it is. It's bad. It's okay. bad. I mean, if you want to put on a lot of weight, you want to create a lot of havoc in your body, then sugar is the easiest way to do that. Oh, the man. other thing, the other yep. thing that if you want to put more weight on, um, you want to drink diet soda. <laughs> because... Let me interrupt. John, are you still there? John Pennegood, are you still on the ground? Are you there? Huh? Huh? Oh, I'm 100% I'm okay, here. Tell me, tell me what you said. Your parents hated you so bad that they sent you where? Well, when I was a child growing up, my father was way ahead of the game. I mean, way ahead of the game. And he denied us any kind of white bread. I went to school, you know, like in first, second grade, and everybody else had white bread, and I got black bread. I thought I was a minority. But, uh, and then no soda. We were we were just, uh, you know, he rejected all of that. So when I was 11 years old, uh, his father, my granddad, had a uh, coal mine and lumberyard out in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So my brother and I went out there for the summer. And we had unlimited access now to cases of soda that my grandfather bought us, a pint of ice cream every night, and all this garbage. And I, my mother, when she came out at, at, at the end of the summer and saw her little son Johnny with his little pot belly, she cried. She actually cried. And uh, one other adjunct to that uh, uh, that conversation about, yeah, has your, you guys are absolutely right. Sugar is the most deleterious thing we can put in our body. It should be labeled a poison. But... I just had a two-hour conversation yesterday with a good friend of mine. He's a Catholic priest, traditional Catholic priest, who spent a lot of time in Argentina. And he just came back recently, and he says, John, he says, I could tell right away. I mean, he's been here now for a couple months, but he, he said, right away I can tell a difference in the food. And he says he put on 20 pounds. Just not not doing anything. Just, just eating American food. You know, sad. The standard American yeah. diet. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this. But the uh, the slaughterhouses and the chemical companies and all the pollutants in in, in the world um, they are giving or even selling their toxic sludge to the farmers so they can irrigate their crops with. In other words, when they use the water. They're paying bills to the water companies and stuff like that. So what these chemical companies are doing, they're giving all, a lot of them are just giving it away, toxic sludge, which is full of so many poisons. It's, it's ridiculous. And even the organic farmers are spraying their crops with it because the organic inspectors only check for pesticides. It's like the sulfur is the only thing that will keep anybody healthy because 
the world's going to hell in a handbasket. And okay, and the one thing you need to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Aren't you still trying to buy the patent for Soylent Green? No, Monsanto's going to do that, and that's. Okay. Right. I, 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 no, I told you that. I told you the story. What happened? We had a, a hearing and trying to label GMOs in Honolulu, which of course, in Hawaii, which of course got defeated. And when I was giving testimony, there were five guys from Monsanto sitting in the back. And in the middle of my testimony, I, I turned around and I said. See those five guys back there from Monsanto? They're working for the company that's going to open their first soil and green factory. Well, it cracked up a lot of people except the five guys that I pointed to. But I could care less, you know. Hey, hey, gentlemen, gentlemen, this is the big Phil speaking. I know you're not here live in person in the emporium, but this damn emporium sure looks like somebody's kitchen to me. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you just spoil anything, won't you? You just, you know, you can't take three, him. Three, 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 three. Oh, you can't take him anywhere. That's one of the Hey, went hey from, Patrick. Uh, I touched it something new today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was in San Francisco with. Wendy James, a wonderful girl. And oh, you were actually in San I was, I was a girl? A girl, yes, yes. It was a long time ago. We've gone down to get birth control pills. <laughs> and uh, we've gone to the original... They had them in San Francisco? And we, so we went to the original spaghetti factory, and I was eating food and talking, and next to me was a fellow from England who didn't work. His name was Jasper. And, and so somebody did something and hit my elbow, and a whole spoon burst. Four clothes, spaghetti went onto this lady's Campbell tan suit. That <laughs> <laughs> didn't go very well. No one knows. Jasper Jack, turns to her and says, You can't take him anywhere. So you went to San Francisco to get condoms to fit spaghetti sized men, huh? Oh, it's a children's show. It's a children's show. Now, what did I say? It's a children's show. Well, you know, I wasn't worried about that. That's what you were going to say next. Oh, I wasn't going to say nothing next. All right, so let's get back to this whole issue of. Um, well, he's a hell in a handbasket, he was saying. Yeah, can you go back to the hell in a handbasket? Uh, and especially when it comes to eating something that has a mother or eyes. All right, wait a minute, back, Patrick, before, before we continue, may I introduce something? Yes, John. Now, Hash, I think it's very timely. Hash just mentioned about this guy who had lung cancer. Yeah. And I think it's appropriate to mention in our uh, cellular matrix Stage study. Stage four, by the way. Stage four. Uh, and Right. They have nothing. Allopathic medicine, go home and die. But we have yeah, in our cellular matrix study, I think it's a good time to bring this out, 500 members that had all kinds of cancer that are uh, still alive. And I love it when I quote this. You know, after stage four, go home and die, that yeah, night right. or the next morning, we have 106 people right. that were in that status that are still living only because of the sulfur. I think it's timely and, to say that. And, and, John, we have managed to snare with our drag hooks Six people with pancreatic cancer. How many? My goodness, we got six people with pancreatic cancer. Wow. Foolish devils are, you know, they're past. No one else can do anything, so these fools are taking sulfur. 
Yeah. yeah. Interesting. They just started. They're all newbies. They're newbies. They're newbies, yeah. You know, that's interesting, Patrick, because as you know, uh, it was Nick Gonzalez who they murdered and Kelly, William Donald Kelly, the only ones who were curing pancreatic cancer. Well, I, hey, I've got, a re, I've got a release from both of them. We dug them up. They got their fingerprint, put it on the paper. It's okay. It's legal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, you know, years ago, from, from being on the radio for a long, long time, Patrick was, I, I think you guys might know this, Patrick was the guest on my show, and he was telling me all about what sulfur does. And from being on the radio for so long, I figured that he was just hawking another magic bullet, you know, just just to make a buck, because I was very skeptical. So I, I said to him, okay, send it to me, which he did. And I got it on a Wednesday afternoon, and I took it Wednesday night, Thursday morning and night, Friday morning and night, Saturday morning, and I went down to do my radio show. In Hawaii, when the winds come from the south, they're called Kona winds, and they blow the fumes of the active volcano across the entire island chain. And whenever there was Kona winds, I have to lock myself in the room, turn on an air conditioner because of my asthma, which I've had since I was vaccinated as a little kid. So I do my radio show, and then the woman after me says, how is your asthma with the Kona winds? And with a straight face, I said, there's Kona winds. That's 10 years ago, and my asthma has not come back. And I got hooked. That's how I got hooked on sulfur. It's crazy. It's an insidious thing that we do sometimes to convince baseball-playing uh, Hebraic folks in Hawaii to do anything. Yeah, see, they don't believe it, though. That's the problem. Uh, let, me, let me tell you something else. This is incredible. My my Deborah's daughter, um, she has got the worst diet on the planet, and so she's full of toxins, and she was getting her cold, and she had all this crap. So I said to her, look, take the sulfur, take a teaspoon twice a day, but you're going to go through a detox program, a process that may not be comfortable, but don't stop. So after three days, after three days, she had to flush the toilet five times, all in one time. Well, I'm talking about a bowel movement that if she didn't flush the toilet, she probably would have been three feet above the toilet seat, you know. <laughs> so, so, and then, you know, then Deborah told me about that. So Deborah told me about that, and I said, oh, my God, talk about detox. I said, is she still taking it? She said, no, she didn't take it because she thinks it's having an adverse effect on her body. So she stopped taking the sulfur, and now she's back to normal. She has one bowel movement every two or three days. Yeah. Now, and I want to add, this is a beautiful girl. I've seen pictures of her, and she used to have a fluffy dog, a big fluffy dog. And, you know, if she would like to remain beautiful like that, even though she's now a mother, she could consider taking the sulfur for that reason. Being yeah, healthy but she is won't, an issue. But it's how you look. It's Fernando Lama said it's how you look. I, I know, but she won't. She won't take it anymore. 
because she doesn't realize that it was detoxifying her and that her body is so loaded with toxins and poisons that this would have been a blessing. She just thought that it was having an adverse effect on her, and she just stopped. Well, I would like to add to that, and I think my brand-new friend as of this afternoon, Adam, would would concur with me. First of all, I know a lady, my best friend's wife, he coaxed her and finally got her to take the sulfur. She thought it was pretty great the first two days, and then she experienced the same thing, massive (laughs) dumping. Massive dumping, and she told her husband, this is just the exact words. It's having a negative effect on my body. I'm going too much. With the right. first bottom line, and Adam and I have been talking about this all afternoon, it's controlled mind brainwashing to believe that religious leaders, doctors, lawyers are God himself on earth. These people are robbing you people, robbing you of not only your money, but your health. I think we're going to have music coming up. This is an excellent time for me to announce that I am the unpaid uh, campaign manager for Nicholas LaHood to be uh, Attorney General of the United States, because evidently DeVos and Sessions are already in a fist fight, and Nicholas LaHood's the only person who really cares about our kids, and he's not even Mexican. See you in five.
Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Worried about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time? I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preservatives, or soy. You can be confident your Numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency. Numana.com, a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster. That's Numana.com, N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
my way And while we spoke That was Cork okay. Israel, Bell, singing okay, to you from... Okay, we're back. Everything is back. good. Hang on. Are you confused here? Yes, okay. That was Cork Israel, Kill. You can listen to his, that same song on YouTube, and we'll have him on next week or soon, and we expect to hear from Tammy and Sophia from Chicago, just so in, in case we get interrupted. But in the meantime, we were saying something so vitally important that I'm going to ask John, what was it? <laughs> We talked about a lot of things, but uh, I just made <laughs> about I, the electric companies in the dam. Yeah, Genital Electric. I mean, John's from he could have if we send him a Scud missile, he could probably take out the old Fairfield, Connecticut plant. Actually, they moved their headquarters from my hometown here. I know. I know. They moved they, to they moved to Massachusetts. Interestingly, they, huh? they heard. They heard. <laughs> they heard about what we were planning, John. <laughs> Hey, can I finish telling you guys about that lady? Yes, Ash. So she calls me up after she's taken the sulfur, and she says, look, I got a problem. I said, what's your problem? She says, well, my skin is all blotchy, and I feel like I'm leaving my body. Uh I said, do you trust me? And she says, yes, I do. I said, do not stop taking the sulfur. In fact, add another teaspoon in the middle of the day. Just do that for a few days. And then call me back. You're going through a detox. So she calls me back about four days later and she says, this stuff is amazing. She says, all the blocks is cleared up. My skin is so soft now that it's amazing, and I don't have any more pain, and everything is gone, and I I, I just feel like I, I have a different body that I'm in. <laughs> Another <laughs> cloning. I guess I told you, don't sign up the clones. <laughs> don't, you know, if Hillary calls, don't sign her up. If Bill calls, don't sign him up. They're clones. I heard They're this. Clones. Yeah. They're clones. There's a really cool T-shirt out there that says, Hillary for prison, 2016. <laughs> yeah. well, so, did he just see that? <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been in Jersey a long time, but, you know. Uh, okay, well, whatever. Okay, 
So, but we're back, you know, back to the issue. The, the thing that I would share, you know, if we're going to play a, a ping pong telephone calls, I get a call from a guy, and I'm getting ready to go on the show. This is about three weeks ago, and I said, you know, I said, I normally wouldn't answer. And I said, yes. And he said, well, I'd like to order some more sulfur. I said, okay, why? He said, because it just makes me feel better. And then I hear this nice, diminutive wife voice say, it's making his Parkinson's go away. And I said, well, really? I mean, and how do you know that? She says, he hasn't poked me in the eye for almost a week and a half. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's we do biology. We don't do medical stuff. We don't even do too much spiritual stuff. That's up to you. But if you're healthy enough to be spiritual, then you can do anything you want. You know, one of the other things that uh, you were getting at, and, well, actually, we weren't getting at it, but it was illustrated in what you were saying. When people take, who have these conditions, and I don't know about the stages, one through three, four. I don't know if it's like a, a baseball metaphor or something like that. You know, you get a single, double, triple, or a home run or something. I don't know. Right after four is great. So it's great. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 But nonetheless. You go under home plate. Mm-hmm. You don't slide into home plate. What, you we, go under. See, Jimmy Hoffa. Okay, keep going. So what, what, what we don't realize, though, is, see, we think what we're putting in our our bodies, which we, which we call food and nourishment, we actually think it is nourishing and it is, it is food and is actually trash. And so the, the body is actually, and, and we have a hard time getting it out. So, so we can't metabolize it. So you take, you're putting trash in and the body can't metabolize it. And what happens? It has, it has a hard time getting it out. And then, so then they take something that's actually helped them to eliminate this stuff and then they think they've had an adverse reaction when all this crap comes out, so to speak, that they don't realize was still trash. They'll think it was a disease. It's really amazing when you start to think of this psychological yeah. thing that we don't really appreciate about this. Do you know what the body does when you put a foreign agent in? It encapsulates it in fat. In fat. In fact, now earlier I mentioned yellow fat, and I want I want Adam to explain to Hash that it was yellow fat that this guy, this bloody yellow fat, is what he coughed up. Maybe. No, 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 Adam, Adam, Adam. Could be bile too. You know, it's very common for people under stress to to actually take your gallbladder bile and raise it all the way up through the mouth. In fact, people have actually vomited their feces that were in their lower intestines. Oh, my goodness. The Man. body will get it out the best way it can when, yes. the, when the conditions are there that allow it to happen. And guess what? That's to save the person's life. And, you know, it's, some people are so tight-assed, it has to get out some way. <laughs> you have a point. Yeah. And well, that's I'm a former colonic therapist. So. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, someone else that's, was trying to speak, and we interrupted. Speak up, please. That, that's where that expression came from, you know, you're so full of crap, your back teeth are brown. <laughs> That's right. And a fart is the cry of an imprisoned turd with our mind. I hadn't heard that one, but okay. It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> well, you know, I've heard you mention. Well, or is that what they call shitheads? No, 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 no. no I've, I've heard, you know, see, Adam knows enough weird stuff. I mean, he's on, he's on one radio network. Um, he'll mention like a uh, weak need or, uh, you know, he has a whole, he has a whole litany of them and they all go back to nursery rhymes. Is that true? 
A lot of them do. You know, the best body language book is the dictionary. Mr. Webster supplies it because we get sick by uh, synonym. Why do we get sick? What? Metaphor, metaphor, excuse me. Okay, yeah, I was wondering. Got my uh, tank either, a little either, either way could be a fraud. Either way. Or I mean, because, you know, you answer, you answer questions yes, no, or maybe. Yes, I know right. it's not a dodge. You know, knowledge is positional variance. If you're on one side of the nine, it looks like a six, and the other side, it looks like a nine. Um, and if this were an adult show, we could take that to a greater extent. But yes, we won't. Okay. So uh, Richard Petty had number 43 on his car. That's the prime number. 43? Yeah, and today is the 23rd of February. It also, happens to be a number that follows me around, by the way. Oh, tell us why. Tell us why. You know, I'm not quite sure. It's the – I studied it a lot. It used to be the number of chaos, which is the old Dutch word for gas, by the way. The spelling C-H-A-O-S. We converted to gas, G-A-S. So gas was considered pretty chaotic by the old-time alchemists. How does that fit into 2-3? Oh, 23, you said, not 43. 23 oh, is a problem number. Yeah, Richard Petty. Richard Petty ran 43 always. It's the only number on any car he was driving. And I and I mentioned, and I, now I can't even remember why I brought up the 23, except it's a prime number in today, and 43 is a prime number. So if you've got a 43 following you around, I'd start where carrying a gun. 23 is the main subject of a book called the Illuminatus Trilogy. Really? Yes, it is. The 23 is a very is esoteric uh, – yeah, it's a book called the Illuminati. It's called a, paran uh, a book, a paranoid uh, version of the Lord of the Rings. Well, the Ooh. Illuminati is still in effect today, you know. Yeah, even in Trump's administration, some of his cabinet members, council formulations – Trilaterals, Bilderbergers, you know, Club yeah. of Rome, and all these. Yeah, very real. And Trump, John, that's why a question John, is. John, we don't And care. it should tell us something. They we take from both the Democrats, the Republicans, just, they're all around. They take from the yeah, media, yeah. the politicians, the sure. celebrities, you name it. They're in all the same group. I have a book that has a list of all the Bilderbergers, all of the, uh, all of them, and I follow them. The CFR, yeah. Trilateral Commission, et cetera. Yeah. So how many, uh, Adam, in, in his administration? You know, my book's a little out of date, so I'm not sure who's – there's probably some new ones in there now. Oh, yeah. but there's there's a few that I've found, and there's probably more. If I had a more up-to-date version, mine was uh, – I bought it during the Clinton administration, and I followed after that. It worked well through the Bush administration yeah. and the Clinton administration, of course, and into the Obama administration. But now it's getting a little bit out of date. Time to get a new copy. Well, yeah. See, there's a new campaign manager in town. Yep. Someone I mean, in yeah, Texas. Kellyanne. Kelly <laughs> Kellyanne got you know got Trump elected. This girl, this blonde girl, She's pretty amazing. And you know you can think whatever you want, but a, a campaign manager is going to know what's happening. So this blonde girl gets this this president elected, and and somebody says, well, what, how would you want to be remembered? And she said, I want to be remembered as the mother of four children. Now, what are some questions you want to ask? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she's my hero. Hey, by the way, 43, guys, is, is very privileged to me. Of course, that was my birth year. 
All Good, right. Thank you. I'm going. Wow, young guy. Too. One of my lucky numbers. I'm 49. <laughs> Another, no, no, that's not, no, that's, that, that's, that's not a prime number. Why not? Because you can divide it by more than one. I'm 16. I got stuck back there someplace. Well, so now you just told me exactly why you have the affinity to sulfur, though you don't take it. <laughs> I mean, the atomic number of sulfur is 16. There we go. Sweet 16. Girls, you know, that's when the hormones are perfect. 16, that's the sulfur. I mean, and sulfur works on the hormones. It's one of the yeah. more efficient. It actually ties in with what they call the second endocrine level, which is a very powerful level. It ties in with the sacral part of the spine, meaning sacred, sulfur, sacred, Superman. Wow. Mighty Mouth. <laughs> the pharmaceutical industry doesn't want anybody to you know, know about sulfur because if people get well, they lose money, you know? They do. They do. Absolutely. So it wouldn't be a growth industry if they did that. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. You guys are not going to believe me, and you'll probably say I'm full of crap, and I've heard it so many times, so I'm well, used sure to it. But do you know that the human form is designed to to really eat plant-based foods? Yes, yes, that's very true. And that's because plant-based foods being alkaline, mix with the alkaline saliva so when you eat grains and plants and fruits it breaks down and it's almost like you're drinking it and it leaves the body in two to three days when you eat flesh foods which are basically the muscle of a creature that's acidic when the acidity mixes with the alkalinity nothing happens so after you suck out all the blood and all the flavor and everything, you Spit swallow that muscle. And that sits in the body for five to seven days. When you think about all the growth hormones, all the color enhancers, the stink reducers, the antibiotics, the GMOs, all that stuff is sitting in your body. So what the muscle does, because it clogs up the digestive tract, the intestines, it restricts blood flow. When it does it to the brain, you get a stroke. When it does it to the heart, you get a heart attack. When it does it south of the border, you have to see how You know, I mean, this is how it works. It's crazy. Hesh, do you consume grains? I do. Grains aren't good for you either. Mostly, mostly quinoa, and buckwheat. Okay, there's seeds. There's yeah. seeds. All right, because hey, we're hey. all concerned with the uh, glyphosates, you know. And, don't eat hay. Oh, tell me about it. Here's well, the thing that no one brings into the conversation. They don't look at old people. They don't ask 90-year-olds or 100-year-olds. They sometimes will go to a super centenarian, you know, if they're 116, when they're too garbled to even answer what they're doing. Yeah, right. And they're using in a hospital right. and being spoon-fed. But if they ask people like Kirk Douglas, who is 100, living in this town, or there's a director out there, what is his name? He's 103 years old. He's directing movies. No one asks him what the heck he's eating. I don't even know. And they look at all the it. other people. Like <laughs> now, One person I do know, he's 105 years old, and he's still running 25-mile marathons. He's called the really? German Tornado. Wow. And he, he eats uh, just uh, total vegetables with a little milk.
Well, you know, well, see, Adam, Adam even if you don't if want to start get, to get... If you can get fresh milk from a cow before it goes to the corporations, then you're going to get yeah, really good that. nutrients. Otherwise, okay. you get it's nothing dead. but liquid fat because it's homogenized and pasteurized, which means all the it's nutrients dead. cooked out yeah. of it. Hey, you know? can I, can I give a little, little education? You know, it's, it's Phil, Phil's, uh, he's got his hand raised. Phil, Phil, this is Phil from the Independent State of Iowa. The organ whisperer. The organ whisperer. <laughs> the okay. organ whisperer. Okay. okay. I don't know how many. This is not for your education. This is for everybody's education. Every grain that you eat is a GMO from the biblical times on because they farmers have been interbreeding, hybriding all the grains. There's only one grain and one grain only that the creator made that has never been hydronated. Which one? Einkorn. If you're going to eat grains, eat only einkorn and basmati rice. People need to yeah, know what einkorn is. is it's it's the original wheat, the only wheat. Non-GMO or organic. I, I don't go near it. Yeah, well, you are. If you're eating, eating anything that, that's been... Around the last ten thousand years. What he's trying to say, Hesh, is you've been defrauded. You've been I'm sorry, Hesh. You know, at seventy eight you've been defrauded. I think you ought to turn in your ball mitt and, and stop playing softball. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if they've contaminated buckwheat and quinoa yet. I know well, rice it's been compromised too. Phil hey, Phil Phil whispers to organs, Hesh. I mean this isn't I mean, this could be the Holy Spirit coming right down to the on our midst well, and I am. giving this information to himself in flesh and having him share it with us. So I guess we could contest it. But what we're going to do is well, we're going to put, uh, put up for a vote on American Idol. Okay? Okay. I, I, I wasn't whispering on that organ this afternoon. No, he was playing. He played inside the, the Salt Lake Tabernacle. Uh, for for the, the benefit of those visitors from various countries in the middle of a snowstorm, and and uh, and the and Brigham Young walked down the aisle and and gave him a, a yes. silver dollar. Brigham Young walked down silver the aisle dollar. with his twenty-seven wives. <laughs> yeah, well, let's say he's not he, with twenty-seven wives. He's not going to hang around. He's going to be somewhere. Well, he should be like King Solomon and have five hundred. You never yeah really have the same one in a year and a half. That's why it's always his wife's not counting his concubines. <laughs> well, then he, yeah, he had a concubine on top of the five hundred. He also had a lot of horses. I hope he didn't go there. <laughs> At least he didn't do like in uh, in ancient Ur, where they actually buried their entire retinue with them. All of their harem and their uh, their governors and everybody went with the king when they died. Well, I you know that really is the best way to to stifle dissent. <laughs> it worked. Take the whole crew with them. They wanted yeah, they were supposed they, to they serve. Put them in. As much you as know, 80 so or 150 people buried. So nobody had a chance to say, I resign, I resign. <laughs> That's right. They have to resign before <laughs> the king dies. Oh, goodness gracious. Hey, right. men, if I may, I'm sorry. If I may, our friend there on the other side of the aisle, Tony Pantoresco, uh, his latest show, he talks about something that he just stumbled on. And we talk about glyphosate and the deleterious effect of it. But uh, there's something called organosilicone, the C-O-N-E at the end. And uh, 
this just enhances the uh, the glyphosate, and it makes it a super penetrant. And uh, according to them, it's the most potent adjuvant, you know, which is an addition, yeah. super penetrant available to growers. And it's sad because if you look at, I mean, you, we, that's why I question if you eat grains because even organic grains, I think, have got it. But one last note here is uh, in California, the uh, the pollination of their almonds during February and March, I didn't know this. It's the single largest pollination event in the world. Well, there were, the, the almonds are irradiated. That's correct. That's why you want to get not uh, all I, of them. You Italian. Can get, you can get them here. The Italian yeah, you not. can't. You can't because most of the almonds that are grown. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We have, we have a marching band. We have a marching band in the wings, gentlemen. We'll, we'll see you in five. Come on back. See you in five.
Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe, all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
guess is what's causing this. I would have been better uh, to have that coffee than uh, this water. Yeah. Patrick, we're back. Patrick, Patrick we're back. you're back. We're here. Sounds like. Hey, we're here. Excuse me, we're out down in Snowflake. What what I miss? Are we back? Yeah. Are we back on the air? This is the Sulfur Hour Plus One on American Voice Radio Network. Tonight's the 23rd of uh, February, 2017. What else? Oh, and our guests tonight are Philip Honig from the Independent State of Iowa, Adam uh, Abraham from really nowhere, in case you got a room or house you want to sell, uh, and then uh, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. Hey, Adam. That's your new name, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy I don't Neutron. Know yeah, Minus I mean, a few electrons, perhaps. Now, you know, here's the thing with Adam. I, I showed Adam's uh, Christmas picture to the grandchildren. Did they call the psychiatrist like it? They, they've been going to a psychiatrist. <laughs> hey, can I tell you guys my favorite joke? Please. I'm t- Patrick, you've heard this about a hundred times, but I won't. I won't repeat so it. I'm, I'm, I'll ruin it, but I won't repeat it. So this this Jewish couple married for like years, had the worst sex life on the planet. So the husband says, "We got to go see a therapist." So they go see a therapist, and she says, "Your wife needs some stimulation." He goes, "Like what?" We get a real young guy, good-looking, muscular, real buff, and you engage with your wife, have the guy wear a pair of shorts, and let him wave a towel when you're having sex, and she'll fantasize maybe, and everything will be good. says, yeah, we'll try it. So the husband and wife are going for it, and the guy's waving the towel. It's the most boring thing ever. And the husband gets an idea, and he says to the guy, you have sex with my wife. I'm going to wave the towel. So the young guy is having sex with the wife. The husband's waving the towel. The wife is going ballistic. And the husband looks down at the guy and he says, See, schmuck, that's how you wave a towel. We have that towel for sale on eBay. <laughs> It could be yours. But now here, here's uh, a, a couple of uh, weeks ago. I was uh, I was uh, tied to a chair watching TMZ, and they were mentioning moist. Here we go again. And the you know, and, and, and the, <laughs> the girls are saying, I don't even go there." And you know, but I believe that I sound like a man. I really do. And girls tell me they call me 80, 70, 90, and they say, "I'm moist." But I say I'm busy. <laughs> you know, if your body can do it, they did once before, and those parts are still there, you can probably do it again. That's what, that's what I've learned about the study is that these people who were, were scheduled to go and become. Mr. Patrick, how does that have to do to make it work again? You had sulfur to die. Twice a day. Twice a Oh, it tastes just horrible. Horrible, horrible. horrible. Well, tell us why it tastes so horrible. It's very alkaline. Hey, let, hey. Me, let me tell you a true story, and it's funny. I play him softball with a guy. He's in his mid-80s, and he says to me, Will, the sulfur 
<clears throat> help with my sex life? And I say, yeah, make sure take it twice a day and everything will be good. So I don't see the guy for a couple of weeks. And then I see him and I said, so, hey, how's everything going? He says, great. I said, everything's good with you and your wife. He says, can't be better. I said, and you're taking it twice a day? He goes, no, 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 I'm only taking it once a day. I said, no, you can't. You have to take it twice a day. He says, yeah, I know, but my wife can't handle it. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> true story. <laughs> but it's a story. It's a story about biology enjoying biology. You know, Patrick, uh, a blast from the past, because you always talked about how sulfur protects us from radiation. But uh, I just want to quote a real brief article here by uh, Dr. Thomas Lee entitled Fukushima's Radiation Relief. And uh, he's quoting a Japanese college of intravenous therapy that uh, released four videos about vitamin C. But then they said they don't mention as another powerful supplement to protect from radiation is organic sulfur. And after the atomic bombs, as we know in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, this is interesting. Many of the Japanese people survive radiation poisoning simply by eating their traditional miso soup, which is made from soy fermented soybeans, sea vegetables. Yeah, sea, sea vegetables like kombu, root vegetables, they're rich in iodine and sulfur. And it goes on, and you always talked about PubMed. Well, here's the connection, and it says you can search PubMed, the medical database maintained by the U.S. National Institute of Health. I didn't know that. Many studies which point to the protective properties of sulfur. And there's one link here, and I'll just finish with this. The inclusion of various sulfur-containing functions in organic molecules yielded compounds having whole-body radiation protection from lethal doses of gamma radiation in animals. So it just supplements what you've been saying all these years about our sulfur and, and the radiation. Well, I, I'm, I'm sorry that I've been proven correct again. That was never my intention. It was, it was, I was always my intention to fraud the people as best I could. <laughs> no, I that's the so. way politicians are supposed to work, you know. Oh, I'm not a politician. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, carry on. <laughs> well, the sulfur also gets rid of fluoride, which is which is so horrific in all of the United States. It just get it get it gets rid of everything, but people don't believe it. They just for can some reason. Can you tell the folks? Why they're getting fluoride? Uranium. Why, why did they give our good brothers of the Jewish persuasion fluoride in Hitler's internment caps? Why? I know why, but I'm mind asking. Control. Do you know why? Mind control. Uranium. What? What is the word government? What does government mean? It means screw the people. Well, besides that. <laughs> okay, to control the mind. Ah, uh, interesting, and that's what fluoride does. You know what's that's very right. interesting? I'm you one of the guys. I'm one of the guys that kept fluoride out of Hawaii's water supply. The only place in Hawaii where there's fluoride in the water supply is on the military bases. Well, obedience. How do you like that one? Okay, do you remember Yogi Bear from Yellowstone, Jellystone Park? 
Boo boo, I'm smarter than the average bear. Well, I'm smarter than the average person because I haven't had fluoride in my body in almost 40 years. Oh, that's a good thing. Wow. How'd you pull that off, Big Phil? Water distillation. Oh, he distills. I'm sorry. He distills his water. Then I run it through an activated charcoal filter. I had it tested by a pharmacist, Uh and he said, oh, my God, your water is purer than the government standard. And then directly behind me is a man who has learned the secret of the spin, and his name is Adam E. Abraham. And he takes water and he spins it like like with all those plates above your head if you're at the at the circus. When it all comes down, it's really good water, so you say. Is that what you said? Well, I actually do do say it, uh, it in the regard that uh, it is much more, I'll just say, electric. It is ionized naturally. I call them like, we call them vortex generators, but it's kind of like having what I call tornadoes in a can. Uh, when When the water molecules go through this Spin action, it's just as though it were a, a mountain stream or as rain is in motion, but it literally changes the the electrical nature of the water. And we are electrical beings. Life is electric, and part of the issues of water treatment, in the same way it is with the chemicals that are put in the soil, which makes the sulfur unavailable, is the fact that it all those additional elements break up and, and clog up and, and basically de, um, I don't know, denature, <laughs> you know, the water. It, make, it makes it un, you can't metabolize it. So the water essentially is not sufficient for life, if you will. It's not for, sufficient for health or well-being. And simply spinning this water in this, in this way seems to, not even seems to. We've seen it in, in, in plants and animals. We've seen it in, in agriculture. We've seen uh, uh, farmers get uh, additional uh, uh, cuttings of their alfalfa. We've seen we've seen milk production go up. We've seen water consumption go down. It, it simply changes the effectiveness and the efficacy of the water's ability to actually get where it needs to go, so that it can actually help get that crap out, so to speak. What device are we talking about? Our product is, uh, and our brand is called President Water. We call them vortex generators. You can go to presidentwater.com, and we have vortex generators there from, from the size for a shower all the way up to 12 inches so far for large uh, agricultural uh, situations or commercial as well. Doesn't the, fluoride, doesn't the fluoride dissipate from the hot water? No, it does not. The chlorine does. That's right. Fluoride, you know, the Donald Rumsfeld, uh, it's really, if you trace it back, it's Donald Rumsfeld urine. And but what happens once it gets into your body, it interacts with the sulfur, and it leaves your body as fluoral sulfate. Therefore, as it builds up around your pineal gland, now your pineal gland breaks down, and you're no longer an ornery, rotten person. Well, doesn't the sulfur take, take away, detox the fluoride? Yeah, it says fluoral sulfate. Yeah, so that's, that's, I mean, the whole mainland should be taking sulfur as a supplement. Then. Well, I, then when would you have time to play baseball if that happened? 
Oh, you'd always have time to play softball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a quick, hey, Patrick, quick question there for our, our organ gentleman. Um, you drink coffee outside, or I mean, how do you eliminate 100% ingesting this? Uh, well, this, this I, I, I guess to be truthful, that I wouldn't say 100% because I'm I drank Salt Lake City water today oh my against my will. Yeah. I, I, I've got to go down to Whole Foods tomorrow morning and talk to those beautiful young ladies again and get some some least distilled water or some, some or filtered water. But my, I'm at my sister's house. And if you're listening in, I don't mean to offend, but we just drink Salt Lake tap water. Well, I don't really want to drink Salt Lake tap water. Now, if I can interject, and these, this gentleman is trying to make a million, he doesn't care about the money. But he liked the water to be clean. And in 85 countries, our study members use hot tap water. Only for the chlorine. Well, but, yeah. But, but it's and, very, and, it's, hang on. Yeah. If you got it, use it. If you got a bunch of money, go buy us something or other. But, see, the, Adam's going to reach out and touch people who own jails, prisons, hotels. I mean, you're going to go to the top of market in San Francisco, and you're going to say, God, this is good water. And they'll say, it's Adam E. Abraham's water. No, no, that's not know? mine. I, 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 didn't, I didn't invent the uh, vortex. Uh, that's, kind of, that's kind of life. I, it's just something I just come to appreciate how powerful it is. And actually— Well, I know, but hang on. If, 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 you're, if you're marketing this to the, hum, to the human beings, I mean, would you market it to Adam for Antares as well? Why not? Okay. Well, then, so you're see it's so it's it, if there's not a salesman, nothing happens. You know, I heard that Whole Foods sold their company. Well, hey, I I I've known the Whole Foods was a sham since the day they opened up. I tried to tell Wild Oats about organic sulfur back in 2001. He took me down, showed me the shelf. 28 different varieties of MSM. He said, we don't need another one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, seriously. I heard they sold their company because last year they lost $20 million or they took in, I mean, their their gross income reduced by $20 million because of their connection with GMOs and how they lie about their foods being organic and everything else. They, Hesh, they what? They lie? No. Yeah. <laughs> like a Corporations rug. don't lie. Yeah, Does everybody understand that they are a corporation and they're dead? Yeah. Did you, by the way, well, did you find... Well, they're hypocrites. Yeah, did you find... Most of the guys that are in the top positions are vegan, and yet they sell dead bodies. I mean, how can you live like that? How can you... Do a double standard. I could never understand well, it, that. It seems to be very active in the whole world. But let me ask, you know, and now I've forgotten the question. It was so vital. And here I had this vital question. Now I can't even remember what it was. Oh, my well, goodness. Dementia. Think about it. Dementia, but, but, yeah. But, Patrick, uh, if we can just uh, elaborate on, on this uh, vortex generator. And my question is, is it an after product after you clean the water, i.e., um, you know, uh, Whatever, and then does it alkalize the water? Uh, does it remove all these chemicals? Exactly, what's first, going on here? First of all, it tends to be best used, yeah, as a after an after product. 
people who, uh, well, a lot of people who have water softening systems right now, for example, they put a vortex generator on and they don't need a soft water softener because the water itself is, you could say, soft. It, you don't have the scaling phenomena that tends to occur because of the, the action again. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, for example, some people who have those water ionizing systems uh, that make the water alkaline, uh, those w units which use electrolysis, they tend to uh, uh, calcify, uh, you know, because of the, the electrolysis process. If you put a vortex generator in front of it, the calcification doesn't happen, okay? But the best place to put it is afterwards. So it, it tends to... Uh, it, yeah, yeah, it is something that uh, 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 works in, in that regard. And also your question about alkalizing, if you put nothing at all on there, the water will tend to be more balanced. So that means if the water is high in alkalinity, it may come down. If it's low, it may it'll likely go up. It just tends to be more balancing in its overall effect. Okay, Adam, I'd like to ask you, as a student of water, where does the hardness minerals go? You don't want that stuff in your body. Does, where does the hardness minerals go without a filter or distillation process going? This is the way nature does it. it, it the, the forces of a vortex have the power to break molecules up unto itself. And, it, and because it is generating electrical and charged particles, it allows for, I call it recombination of, of molecules. So it's not that they go anywhere, they just change partners. Change, change, change. Well, any, you could take anything, and you have enough power in your brain to reorganize your entire body. So, but the controllers of the world have convinced us we do not have this power. Well, until we decide for ourselves, yeah, yeah. we know we do. Okay, now, I, I, have, I have to jump in here as, as the host, because Doc Stump's not here, so I have to jump in, I have to say this, because I've wanted to say this for a long time. All... The water that was, is. Okay, carry on. That's, that's correct. Uh, Let's what about pause a website? for a moment and ponder that thought. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about a website that we can further uh, find out about the product and where it's available for purchase? Sure, uh, presidentwater.com. President like Trump? Yeah. No, like water. President Water. water is it? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean Trump, president. Trump, the spelling yeah, Trump is T-R-U-M-P, no, water. Is it P-R-E-S-I-D-E-N-T? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Presidentwater.com. Thank you. That, that was my attempt at the what, joke. What's the average cost of a unit that would purify the water? Uh, say that again. Cost. What's the average oh. cost? Uh, if you're talking about for a whole for for a one-inch line, for example, which most homes would have, it's in the $1,500 range. If you're talking for larger lines, for like a pool, it's it's uh, it's, it's more, <laughs> okay. And, and like I said, we have them for we have for example, we have one on a uh, on a farm up in Idaho uh, that's been running now for a couple of years. They are running. Uh, 2,500 uh, gallons a minute through it. I probably estimate it's done 600 million gallons of water so far uh, going through it. It's driving two uh, pivot uh, irrigation systems, and uh, the guy has had extra. It's, it's an organic dairy. And, uh, and actually, I've got videos uh, online talking with the farmer. He, and interesting thing, because this is not common. We don't think of... Uh, 
we think of elements in the terms of good and bad, you know, so you, you have to you have to filter the bad out and you got to uh, promote the good. And we don't realize, you know, nature, when a, tor- uh, uh, a, a, a tornado goes through uh, Oklahoma, it's not picking out who's good and who's bad. It's, it's, it's taking everything that's there and it's, it's, it's shaking stuff up and it's changing things around and it's doing a whole lot of ionization. It's creating a whole lot of, of, of electricity. It's energy. It's an energetic event. And that's what we're literally doing and it's recombining things in that regard, even the, through chaos. Okay, now, now here, here's something that, and I, just talk amongst yourselves while Adam and I discuss this. If you're, if you're spinning the water, you are spinning the water. The water is being spun. Yes. Okay, now, and so if we take that spun water and drive a generator, my, what's going to happen to the electrical companies? Mm. Okay, now, I'm sorry, you, you didn't hear that. We, that was just, that was a, just a new comedy routine we were trying to work out. Uh, yeah, I spy, you know, we're going to come back on it, we'll do I spy, and mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to be the other guy, but I'm going to be the other guy. So, But here's the deal. Um, we have men and women of great knowledge who would rather we remain rather stupid. And you can be remain stupid if you want, but, you know, if you add sulfur to your diet, you can be stupid on a different level. <laughs> That's true. You can you know, go up a notch or two yeah. if you want. I'm in New Jersey for a while, and the water here sucks. I don't mind my apologies. My apologies. It's all fluoridated. So what I did was I found a product called uh, Harmless Harvest, which is coconut water that comes from Thailand. And basically what they do, it's extracted from the coconut, and then it's refrigerated, and it's not pasteurized, and it has to be refrigerated. And I drink that. Instead of tap water, and I'll well, tell you, man. Well, I know, but you you, you could take, walk on the wild side, Hesh, and try a little hot tap water from New Jersey. You, you still take yeah, well, showers, I do I presume. I think you you, you still take bath or maybe no, or, or he never bathes. He's or, not, he's well, we, we take, I do our water intake shower. is way beyond simply drinking. So what do you do about that? Yeah, it goes into the pores. I understand that. That's well, why that's why vortex generators for, for a home or for anything else. You wash your clothes. All those chemicals that are put in the soil uh, that get into, that are put in the, uh, the, uh, the detergent the and things like the that. When the moment that. you put those clothes on, for example, and, and, yeah. and still all there, as soon as you sweat or something have contact with water, those chemicals become bioactive, believe it or not. Right. Okay, now someone was trying to interject. I mean, and, and we didn't invite this man. You know, he didn't offer us millions of dollars just so he could talk about his water generators. You guys asked him. And, you know, and we encouraged him to talk about, it. you know, the uh, what white men would do to we non-white men is criminal if they're doing it in the water. You know, well, I'm doing it we, all over. They're not well, I know. We have a brand We have a brand new Marine from Camp Lejeune. This will be fun. This is a guy who's been given all the money in the world because he's not dead. 
<laughs> we said we can keep the money. <laughs> Just get healthy. Hey, man, I never had a good luck doing it in the water. That was Big Phil from the independent state of Iowa. The organ whisper. Yeah, the I tried to whisper to somebody's organ in the water. The organ whisperer. Okay, now let's get back I mean, on track. Go ahead. This is why sulfur is essential. Because no matter what you drink, no matter what you eat, everything is contaminated. I mean, the whole planet's going to be a soil and green planet in the next couple of centuries. Well, Jim, 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 don't, like don't forget the chemtrails. I'd like yeah. to interject here. I'd like to interject Adam, here. Adam, Adam has the hang, hang on. Well, the senator from South Carolina <laughs> Adam has the floor. Okay, Adam, take uh, it. I, I'd like to interject right here. I, I agree with everything you're saying. However, uh, part of the, the problem of you, we're talking about uh, uh, the uh, the fluoride in the water and, and passivity, mm-hmm. a docility and stuff like that, because we could actually be sitting here for for two hours talking about how bad the world is and all the stuff that they're doing, and the sulfur unto itself, yes, yes, it is great. It is something, it's a solution, but it's a stopgap. The bigger problem is the, I, I almost said a word with a start with an F, which was not fluoride either. <laughs> but the point is, is that we're still allowing people to do those the, the other things, and and the thing is, you, the way to stop it is to stop those processes in the beginning. We need to have some vision and actually some actions and some thoughts that helps us to stop those those insults to the to the ground itself. I mean, yeah, someone's the decision to start the using the chemicals. Someone's got to make a decision to stop. Exactly. We got to figure that. Okay, hang on, hang on. The score is forty love. Okay, Hesh, it's your turn. All right. No, you got the CDC. The Centers for Deceit Control and Procrastination that own 27 patents on on pharmaceuticals. I mean, the government, you can't, don't expect anything from the government. Everybody everybody (laughs) in the government agencies, the ones that run them, are all former Monsanto employees. They're not. So what do you expect? Not all of them. A lot of them, though. But a lot of them who used to have homes in St. Louis had to sell them because when Bayer bought Monsanto, there was a lot of real estate in St. Louis that became available. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would hope that all the politicians... Okay, now, but hang on. I, I, have to, I have to interrupt again. I just Forgive me. You know, we're talking about Big I'll Brother. I'll Okay, let's cost you a nickel. All right, so the... If the government comes to your door and says, I'm here to help, shoot them. But it's our responsibility to do it right, get healthy. Uh, if we want to go out in the woods and dig a hole and bury ourselves when it's time to die, that's our that's our privilege as long as we own the woods. But this is my take, Mr. Sultan. Oh, okay. Not, you're talking, not talking to Hash. You're talking to me. I'm talking to everybody here. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. And most people, most people are not going to like to hear this statement. We all, as adults, need to take responsibility to, for ourselves and get re-educated to teach our children ourselves and get them out of the indoctrination centers called school systems. Hit him. Hit him. John, we go into the water. John Perry Gatto. All right. See you in five. Thank you. <laughs> 
you've just defended yourself with a gun. There were multiple assailants, and you were really concerned about your legal jeopardy and the resulting media coverage. Was deadly force justified? In your town, the politics of self-defense is not favorable, but at least you're alive and your family is protected. Fortunately, you have Self-Defense Fund, a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more, up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney cost per member. Discover SelfDefenseFund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
Plus one from the Mark J. Patterson Memorial Pavilion in Murray, Utah. First broadcast from this in the kitchen. Yes, in the kitchen. He's saying he's saying this recording studio is a kitchen, but you know, hey, you are what you are, where you are, where you are at the time. So joining us tonight are uh, Adam E. Abraham from somewhere. Yes, he's no man. If you know, have a place, call him. He's a no man. He's a no man, and then we have. Big Phil from the Independent Nation of Iowa. And then silently in the corner, we have Darwin. And then we have a pretty lady who chooses not to be recognized with us. <laughs> Smart woman. Okay. So, and then we have Adam Bergstrom from Antares, who can't go back to Antares because Doc Stump, who we think is dead, stole his shuttle. And it's been reported of Buzz Ronald Reagan's hair, and he's dead. And and uh, no, you trust Trump's, Trump's, Trump's hair, yeah, okay, but he, but you know, come or on. that guy's beard over there. That guy's beard over there. Um, welcome. Oh, you forgot John. John, oh, uh, for, Panaguti, forgive me, forgive me. And and Hash is here. If, if we, yeah, but both of you are so handsome. See, it's easy he forgets to all the time. Handsome yeah. Man. I hate handsome men. Just can't. And we got the organ man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phil, it's a long walk home. But you, okay, so we were discussing what sulfur can do and why was brought up but not really fully explained. If you add chemicals to the dirt, it's like vaccinating the dirt. And if you vaccinate your children, the chances are your children could be autistic or your seniors, your dear mother and fathers, could be lost in their own mind. Same, same you, disease, you, same cause. Go ahead, Ash, go ahead. Did you know that the vaccines are constructed with peanut oil? And that is why, I mean... Fifty years ago, nobody ever had peanut allergies. It's all because that's the basis. It's, it's just an essential ingredient of all vaccines. And then to give what it about kids, the mercury? Well, it's what got everything. The, I new, they, I'm they, they just making one of those statements. But why, why, when I was vaccinated as a kid, okay, I had asthma all my life. But because of it, yeah. I, I've got... My my daughter, my girlfriend's grandson, who's five months old, the kids already had twelve vaccines at five months old, and we wonder how come autism is rocketing, how come asthma is rocketing, why are kids? It's because the the powers to be, the grocery companies, the meat industry. The pharmaceutical industry, all they care about is money. I asked the question, why do we allow it? Why do we let this happen? Let's stop putting the it on government is Why do we let it happen? Now, Pastor, you're not answering the question. See, he's asking, why would we let it happen? If we outnumber the government, I would imagine that we could probably just say no. What a concept. What a murder. That's what every individual should do is say no. 
Right. They need to. They need the KNOW though enough to you, to do this. You know why? You want the answer? It's very simple. In this document, we believe to be sent from the Holy of Holies. In there, it says liberty. Start to study the word liberty, people. It's not freedom. They make you think you have a limited amount of freedom. Therefore, you're all comfortable. You watch your football games and your sports. You drink the fluorinated water. You don't use right. the brain. Yep. You don't use your brains. Get up. Are you preaching? Yes, yes I okay. am. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> I, I no, he's telling the truth. Right he's absolutely telling the truth. So if you've got, you've got a handful of people on the planet that have the intelligence to see reality, but for most of the people... They're clueless. So how how do you affect? The only way you can affect change is one at a time. You have to take responsibility for yourself. You have to do what you know is good for your body, and try to tell people this is. I, I you know, I, I do two radio shows. I do one on AVR, and I do the one out of Hawaii. And I don't have any sponsors, and I have to pay for my own airtime. It's because I'm trying to give people information so right. they can take responsibility for themselves and get away from the pharmaceutical industry and the medical industry and the food companies that only care about making money. That's, okay. that's so the bottom line. Can I interject again? They what? Big Dad Big Phil's uh, he's standing on a chair. He's got his hand up. So I need, I need to you need to give him the floor for just a second. Okay. Well, I just want to say I, I'm a relatively newbie at, at age six point seven to the Social Security system, and because of my predicament, I had had to accept Humana or part. Uh, I've got Humana as well. Okay, this, but every every once a month, my Humana lady calls me because I had heart surgery. And I defied the University of Iowa. I'm the quickest healing person ever to step out of heart surgery. 48 hours after the heart surgery, I was back playing the organ. Which, oh, you mean, <laughs> okay, the, the, uh, the organ that you play with your fingers and your toes. Well, you can do that, too. I've seen it <laughs> on video. Hey, you which organ are you your toes. about? But anyway, here's the, the point, the point I want to make. Every month this Humana lady checks up on me, and I told her about sulfur. She said, well, I'm going to check back with you and see what amazing thing happened to you next month. She's probably topped out there, spooting her their spots. We've got to eliminate this guy in the independent nation state of Iowa. He's helping people to, to, to get healed. Anyway, she first question she asked me every time, have you had your flu vaccination yet? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I have not had a flu shot in 25 years. It, it, do you ever hear of an organization called Autism Speaks? No, I haven't. I have. It's, I have. They're out there, and they're running. They're running programs to help kids. About ten or twelve years ago, I, I emailed them, and I told them about sulfur, and I told them the benefits, and that it would help to reverse autism. And the lady writes back, and she says, "That's really nice, but I don't think we're interested." So I wrote back. <laughs> I said, do you accept contributions from the pharmaceutical industry? 
And her answer was, not that much. <laughs> so everybody's bought, everybody's paid off, everybody's owned. They don't want to cure people because no, if no. they cure people, you know, I wrote my I wrote a book called A Sane Diet for an Insane World. And in the book, I talk about pimps, hookers, and tricks. So the pimps are the pharmaceutical industry, the chemical companies, and the the large, you know, food companies. The hookers are the mainstream media, the medical profession, the government agencies. And if you want to know who the tricks are, tricks are next time you pass a mirror, just take a look. You know, this is what's <laughs> happening. The government doesn't do anything. It's owned by the pharmaceutical industry and the big corporations, and they they make money off of sickness, not off of wellness, and that's the crime. See, see the one thing uh, is it is really, I say, easy, and it even makes sense to think that it's all about the money, but it is still more, in my opinion at least, about control. It's about perception. Because yes. as long as Control we think it's about power. money, yeah, we, we don't change yes. our perception and know that we are actually creating them. We are actually giving them the power. We actually give them the, the money. We create the money and then direct it toward them. And so, yes, if, But if we don't change our perception and realize we are creating them, then we have to hold ourselves as responsible as they are. It's, we can change ourselves. We, I, I can't change them. Um, excuse me. Who's the gentleman who had the um, asthma from the vaccine? Hesh Goldstein. Hesh Goldstein from Jersey. Yeah, yeah Hesh Goldstein. Well, here's what I wanted to say to you. The first yes, 27 sir. years of my life, even though I had very few vaccinations, in 1977, the Hong Kong flu came on the scene. Uh -oh. And my best friend that I worked at at the music store, said, Phil, let's go out and get, get vaccinated today. And I said, no, I don't want that. For six weeks, he pestered me and pestered me, and I, I gave in. Oh. And I have not been well for the last 40 years from that one single vaccination. And there's a lot of women in the United States who regret that he hasn't been well. I had a guess. I had a guess. So we're not going to touch that with that. Six-inch pole. Okay, you were going to say, sir. You were going to. We, you, you have the podium again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I had a guest I on my radio show in Hawaii. The guy was in the military, and I think it was either Korea or Vietnam, whatever it was. They were all in this. Um, they had to go into a barracks or a room or whatever, and they thought there was a meeting happening. And what happened all of a sudden was a bunch of medical guys came in, and they knew that they were all going to get shots. So what a lot of people did was they just dove out the windows. This guy could not get out the window, and he was subjected to like five shots. That was years and years ago. He he is still suffering from all those shots that he had because they were testing the shots. Does it work? What will it do? I mean, the, you, just, you have to take responsibility for yourself. That's number one. Number two, 
you have to try to encourage other people to take responsibility for themselves. And when they find, when they do that, that they start feeling better, then they will tell somebody else and somebody else. The mainstream media will not report on it. The government will not report on how to stay well. Right. That's the why floor, they're the trying to ban supplements. Yes, yes, the floor recognizes the gentleman from the independent state of Iowa. Yes, Mr. Onik. This is to all my brothers and my new friends. My son and I got into an argument, and I want and my sister, who might be listening in, occasionally we get into an argument. Here's, this is the question to all my learned brothers from them. But we have none of these diseases anymore because vaccinations have eliminated them. What? <laughs> what? 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 What should that was, the answer do I give that to these That was one of the best jokes I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay, yes, the floor recognizes Mr. Goldstein. Go ahead, Harris. No, I'm, I, that was one of the best jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> but, but this, is, this, is what, this is what 99% of America believes, that the vaccine Absolutely. has killed polio and all the other diseases. If, if you do any yeah, research, I know, it's though, crazy. It, it's That's not true. The only reason why I do a radio show is to, the way I see it, the way I see it. But here, here's the way all, I see it. My philosophy is we're all brothers and sisters. Okay, here's the thing. Here's and the thing. you How try to we... help your family as best you can. If they listen, they listen. If they don't, they don't. But you try yeah. to educate them and hope for I, the best. Hess, Hess, I have to interrupt again. This is a, you know, this guy's about nine years younger than you are. And so imagine when you were about twelve and you're dealing with, you know, with a kid three or nine years younger than you are. So we need to let him talk because otherwise he's gonna wet his pants. So Phil, would you please say what you wanted to say? Okay, here's what I want to say. I respect. <laughs> yeah, the mic is right there. <laughs> hey, I'm on video. No shot. Wayne's world. Wayne's world. Stop it. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to try to calm hey, down. Take two and hit the right, man. <laughs> and, and anyway, here's my perception. I respect, I really do respect what all of you folks are trying to do, but we have to figure out how to break into the mainstream to educate the people. No, you we, don't. You no, don't. no, no, that's right. I agree. And, and I said, Let me, otherwise, I'll forget. Here's the thing. It's our responsibility to say no. But we get to that's the correct. No, 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 Yeah, you know, yeah. hey, Phil, you make an organ work. Adam and I don't make anything work. I mean, okay. we're horrible about it. Darwin can't even make anything work, and he's a, he's a guy who does wires and computers. But we can say no. I'm not buy anything from you. Yeah, we we can <laughs> we can say no. And when they try to say we can't say no, we say, well, you know, the Second Amendment says I can use deadly force to enforce my right to say no. Oh, I want to correct you all. Uh oh, you have uh -oh. no constitutional uh -oh. rights. No, no, you no, know no, why? No, no. no, I'm going to tell you why. Did you sign that document? You're not a party to it. None of you what listening have constitutional hey, rights. Hang on a second. Do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just 
just telling you facts. You're telling me. No, no, no. I, I look. But none of that's going to change the situation. Yeah, exactly. About right okay. now. But if we say, you know, if we all say no, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's really as easy. We, we would have an army. Well, we have, we have an army of good souls who don't want to draw blood. Right. We have a good, an army of people who love and, and learn. Hey, I, I've, I've just done something that I don't think is going to last a long time, but I'm going to give it my best shot. I've been approved to be a substitute high school teacher Uh-oh. in the area in New Jersey where I am for a while. And I'm what sure area? that I'm only going to last a couple what of classes. What area, Pash? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to teach these kids? Well, stuff that they never heard before. <laughs> you're not going to teach them accounting. Tell me you're not going to teach them accounting. Please tell me. You're well, not I don't know. I'm going to be a substitute teacher, which means who knows? You know, you walk into a class, they give you the program. I say, screw it. I just want to talk to them about life. So we'll okay. see what happens, you know. Is, is somebody trying to connect us from Skype? Are we getting a message, a subsidized message from Skype? Uh, the Constitution is not a contract. It is a trust. It's a trust. Hang on. It's a banking document. It's a trust. The people and the beneficiaries are of the trust. I, 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 it's way over here, and I can't read it, so you just have to trust me that Francis has a point. But my point is we all are free men in spite of what the Constitution says. If you're free in your brain, if your mind is free, no one can unshackle you. Was that appropriate? Yes, that's appropriate. We've been researching this all day long. You know. Okay. Uh, so, but let's get back to the point. If we're healthy, we can say no to drugs. If we're healthy, we can say no to uh, uh, doctors. If we're healthy, we can say no to TSA agents. Absolutely. Can, I did that yesterday. And he really did. You know, he would get a call from this airport, and they say. Do you know a guy named Phil Honey? I said, why do you ask? <laughs> no, they, 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 oh, oh, break time. We'll see you in five. Come on back. No, it's over. Oh, my God. Blue skies and green light. John, Adam, everybody. Happy 23rd. Thank you. Good night, hey, Patrick, I'm going to bail on you, man. i got to go to sleep. Good night, all. I'm signing off. religious and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. 
prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time, I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preserved or soy. You can be confident your Numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency. Numana.com, a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster. That's Numana.com. N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com.
All right, good evening all. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Steffen. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Thursday, February 23rd, 2017. It's about seven and a half minutes past 8 p.m. Pacific time, and that makes it live for me anyway. If all that works out where you're at, well... That makes it live for you, too, which the only difference between that and listening on the archives or on a repeat or somewhere else is that you get to participate. One way to participate is to call in, get your voice on the air, 855-355-1955. That's easy, really easy. The easiest phone number I've ever had in my life to remember, 855-355-1955. Okay, and then you can also go to uh, our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com, avrn1.com or avrn.tv. That'll get you to our website, and uh, once you get there, everything you need to know about this network is found there. I know, somebody's always going to say, oh no, it isn't, I want to know this, and it isn't there. Ah, but my email is, so if you come across that, shoot me an email. Tell me, oh, I want to know this, it's not on there. I'll let you know what the answer is. See, because if it's not on the website and you ask me, you might not like the answer, but uh, I'll give it to you. But anyway, most everything you need to know is already on there, and my email is there. But if you want to participate in the show, you'll notice there is a chat room. You can go in there if you have a screen name. How do you get a screen name? Well, you follow the instructions right there. It's about, well, not even a sentence, okay? But I know, reading is not fundamental anymore, so I'll just tell you. You use that email and tell me what you'd like your screen name to be, and you'll get it. Unless, of course, somebody else already has it, so. All right. <clears throat> so there you have that. That's about all of that. Oh, you know, one, this is not, I mean, I suppose it's news, but it's not really to me. But apparently, natural news has gotten wiped off of Google, okay? And probably <laughs> probably others, too. Hey, for all I know, so am I. I didn't check me, but I did check because I see these things and I think, okay, look, somebody's trying to whip up something maybe. But this time it turns out to be true. I mean, I typed into the Google search natural news, and that site did not come up. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, um, Google is playing their games, and and they're getting rid of Trump supporters. That's what they're doing. They want the Internet. They already have the televisions and the newspapers. And then they want the Internet. They want the whole narrative to be Trump's bad. Hillary was great. Trump needs to go. And they they just want this to be the only thing anybody sees anywhere. So then when they do something, everybody go, well, I guess everybody hated him. No, everybody does not hate him. Everybody in the mainstream media hates him. Everybody in corporate America hates him. Because you know why? They've been sucking off foreign slave labor for so long, they don't want to give it up. 
And I'm not just talking about the sweatshops in China and India and everywhere else. I'm talking about Silicon Valley where they're letting in these guys from India mostly with their IT HB1 visas. Now, why? Well, two reasons why. One reason why is because they work for probably 20 years ago it was over $12,000 a year. Now it's probably $20,000 a year less than a U.S. worker. Plus, you step out of line there, Jose. You lose that job, you lose your visa. You're going back to the cesspool you came from. Yeah. So, uh, with that in mind there, Julio, guess what? Or Rashid, guess what? Uh, you're going to have to work Saturdays and Sundays, too. I know you're not getting paid for that, but uh, too bad. We need you. You're that kind of good employee we like. Well, Rashid's going to show up Saturdays and Sundays, and he's not going to complain because he knows if he loses that job, he loses his visa, and he goes home. And that's what these scumbags at Google and Microsoft are all whining about. We got to have the H-1B visas. And not only them, hey, it's even Southern California Electric Companies. They fired all their IT workers from America and rehired H-1B visa workers. Yeah. Yep. Disney, same thing. Then there's the other problem. And that's our education system, folks. The snowflakes don't have the skills. You hear me? The snowflakes do not have the skills when they get out of the universities to go work for an IT company. Oh, I'm not just making that up. This was in the news five, six years ago. You don't see it anymore because, see, they were placated with more H-1B visas. Because, see, one thing the government doesn't want you to know is the universities are not actually educating your children anymore in any useful skills. They are teaching them things about what white privilege means. Yeah, things like that. And how everybody's oppressed that isn't white. That's what they're teaching them. And it's okay that if you got a schlong hanging down there, if you feel like a girl today, oh, that's all right. Because, you know, what kind of sick crap is that? I mean, really. That's what they're learning in the universities. They're not learning any IT skills, any kind of marketable skills at all. So when they do show up at the corporation and the corporation says, okay, here's your job, and they sit there staring at it like a deer in the headlights because they really don't know what to do, the corporations used to say, well, <laughs> okay, we got to come up with a training program to just get you where, to work where you can do an entry-level job in IT. Part of the reason why is because the universities are trying to teach computer sciences on 10-year-old computers. Because you know why? Well, because the administrator needed a bonus. All the teachers needed raises. They all need all the university needed 10 new cars. And oh, of course, we needed to hire some new counselors. So when the snowflakes start feeling bad about themselves, they've got a safe space and some counseling they can go to. Well, all that costs money. 
Well, we got no money for computers and everything. What, what do you need that for? You need counseling. You don't need computers. You don't need the tools to actually learn a trade with. Oh, hell no. You need counseling. And let's build some buildings so you have safe spaces to run to. It's a disgusting, horrible mess. And I'll tell you what, it goes way below the surface of all the things we see. Oh, yeah, here's the problem. Well, boy, that Trump better get on it. Yeah, go get us some jobs. Yeah, shut the border. Yeah, do this and that. Yeah, that's all a great start, but it's it's just barely a start. It's bar- If he did everything he promised in his campaign... Now, we'd all be happy and say, holy smokes, I've never seen a president in my lifetime ever do anything he promised. And he's done everything he's promised? Wow, this is like a miracle. It's like, it's like, oh, hail to the Donald Trump, right? Except the problem with that, you know, I mean, the obvious problem is hail to the Donald Trump. But I mean, the, the, the real problem is that it wouldn't even scratch the surface of the problems we have in this country that need to be addressed before we can even think about making America even mediocre again. That's the sad truth of it, folks. We're $300 trillion in debt because we got a fiat phony currency system that... (laughs) Uh, that I'm sorry, can't be fixed. There is no fix. You want to know why? Because, oh, okay, well, why don't we just cancel all the debt? Start over. Jubilee. Yeah, let's do that. All right. And that would work if it was just debt. Because, hey, okay, well... All you folks that are, you know, owing the debt, you're off the hook. And all you folks that the debt was owed to, it's kind of going to suck for you. But, you know, oh well. But that's not how it is, see? Because every bit of that debt is assets on another uh, plane. Yeah. Because of the way things work, folks. I've I've said this uh, a lot of times, and I'm going to say it again because nobody gets it. Okay? Well, not nobody, but most people don't get it, or they don't believe it, or whatever, but it's true. You go into the store, you take your little credit card. I want that $1,000 refrigerator. They go, okay, uh, run the card, sign this little thing, and off you go. They give you the refrigerator, and out the door you go with it. Okay, what just happened here? Well, what just happened here was you created commercial paper. That's what just happened here. You signed that piece of paper, which that bank is going to put in their asset column. Then they're going to use that asset because we are in a Federal Reserve System, remember? Guess what the reserves are? That little piece of paper you just signed. That's what they consider reserves because that's an asset now. So they take that asset and now comes the fractional part of the reserve banking system because it's a thousand bucks. Oh, well, look at that. We got a thousand dollar asset. Well, let's go out and loan ten thousand dollars of money on it. What? Oh, well, that's the fractional part. See? Because because they said so. They can loan out. They only have to keep in reserve a fraction of what they loan out. 
well, we have a $1,000 asset here. We're going to loan out $10,000. We're keeping that $1,000 asset as a fraction of the $10,000 we're loaning out. Except, see, normal people realize that ain't an asset. What if I decide, screw you, I ain't paying? They don't care. See, they don't really care because it's created. It's floating around. It's out there. They don't care if you ever pay on it again. It doesn't matter to them. All the threatening letters and all the crap they send you about, well, you know, we're going to ruin your credit score and we're going to do this and we're going to do that to you. It's all just smoke and mirrors to keep everybody playing the game. They don't want you to understand what's really going on, okay? Because what's really going on is you're the one creating the credit. Not them. They're facilitating the transaction. They're not loaning you anything. If anything, the only thing they're providing you with is a financial service. That's all. They never loaned you anything. You see what a smoke and mirror system this is? Do you see how that could be a fundamental foundational problem in this country, seeing as how they've let it get so out of control? Why have they let it got out of control? Listen, any system will work, folks. People criticize the Federal Reserve because, uh, you know, money out of thin air and all this other stuff. And no, it's not really an honest money system. It's not fair weights and measures, not the way it's going. It could be. Listen. Any system could work. They all work on paper. How do you think they dreamed this up? They wrote it down and said, hey, this will work. Sure, it will. On paper, it'll work. But you see, when you add greedy bastards to the mix, which, well, uh, why don't we just call that man? And, and yes, that includes you ladies. Because this business about uh, humankind, that, you know what? That isn't you. That isn't me. We are man. All of us, women and men, are man. Mankind. Male is man. Woman is female. That's the way it goes. That's how it is. They've created another system. Do you realize human? You know what it means? I know. Some of you out there are going to say, hey, monster. Well, that was one rendering out of an old law dictionary called Ballantine's. And yeah, it did say that. And there's a and there is a root for it. But what human really means is of man. Of man. Well, of man is not man. Okay? Get that? Of man. That is not man himself. It is of man. Just like person. Person means, in Latin, persona is a mask, an actor's mask. If you are operating as a person, you are a mask for the man. You get it? I mean, we got a big scam going on. We got a lot of problems. I mean, and they're all foundational. And Donald Trump or any any other one man ain't going to fix it. So... What am I saying? I'm going back to my basis of uh, the show. Preparation. But, of course, that's falling on deaf ears because we're all still having a party because Donald Trump got elected and he's going to fix everything for us. No, he isn't. 
He may be able to make things better. He could possibly put a Band-Aid on this thing. But a Band-Aid on gangrene doesn't do a whole lot of good. I know. Let's get some makeup. Yeah, we'll put some makeup on it. Or, you know, the phrase, lipstick on a pig. Well, hey, that's what we've got going on here, folks. Let's get to some news stories rather than uh, encouraging commentary such as that. Well, you know, the fake news agencies that, uh, you know, people call mainstream, they're obsessing over Trump all the time, right? Well, yeah, meanwhile, back at the ranch, a CIA document released exposes illegal schemes and global malfeasance. Oh, no, say it ain't so. The CIA? Who'd have thunk it, huh? Global malfeasance? The CIA? Nah. <laughs> Public interest in leaked and declassified intelligence reports has surged in the era of WikiLeaks and Eric Snowden, but while media outlets focus on the antics of Donald Trump, they continue to ignore usually revealing information that could really embarrass powerful leaders, organizations, and even entire countries. And recently, as WikiLeaks continues to uncover covert U.S. actions around the world, the CIA has actually had to release documents itself. Here's five key revelations from a recent document dump from the CIA. This is not from WikiLeaks, so all you folks out there going, I don't believe that, WikiLeaks. It's all fake news. I don't believe any of it. I don't believe that. Well, how about the CIA? You believe them? You shouldn't, but, you know, if you don't believe WikiLeaks, who do you believe? Nobody? It's all fake news. There's nothing real. Well, you're closer to the truth, probably, than anybody who believes the CIA. But anyway... Uh, WikiLeaks published a smoking gun, a high-level U.S. intelligence report, which proves the U.S. sought to interfere in, uh uh-oh, listen to this, U.S. intelligence report, which proves the U.S. sought to interfere in the 2012 French presidential elections. Oh, say it ain't so. Hey, wait a minute. Who was president in 2012? Oh, that would be that Muslim homosexual. That Democrat. The one who was whining and crying like a little girl about, oh, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians, with no evidence at all. But hey, since when has that stopped liberal? While the revelation headlined in European newspapers see more reasons the Europeans are going to just love Americans, the New York Times and others downplayed it. And the Associated Press, in its very brief coverage, dismissively and falsely labeled the CIA spying as standard intelligence gathering. Well, for the CIA, you know what we say, well, that's falsely claiming. Well, words are funny things. When you say standard, all right, wait a minute, stop right there. What do you mean by that? Standard to what? Standard to what the CIA normally does? Well, in that case, I have to agree. Interfering with elections, overthrowing governments, assassinating sovereign leaders, kidnapping people out of their countries and torturing them, 
That is standard for the CIA. Okay? So it's not false. It's just false in your fantasy world where you think the CIA is out there gathering intelligence for the United States government. Well, they're not. They're the dirty tricksters. They're the assassinators. They're the overthrowers of governments. Okay? They're the banana, banana republic creators. That's what the CIA does. And think about it. Why, why would they bother gathering intelligence when we have the NSA vacuuming in every transmission of any kind from anywhere in the world, from anybody, at any time? Why would the CIA waste their time gathering any intelligence? All they got to do is walk a few miles away to the NSA building and say, hey, man, what do you know about this? What do you know about him? They don't need to do anything like that themselves, so they don't bother, because that's not their job. It never has been. It's like FEMA. You've been bamboozled. Oh, but they've got intelligence in their name, the Central Intelligence Agency. Well, yeah, we're an intelligence gathering. Oh, BS. No, they're not. They never have been. They've always been all about overthrowing other governments, manipulating leaders. You know, this is what they do. It's like FEMA. Oh, they're here to help us in an emergency. No, they're not. That's like Guido running the dry cleaners. Oh, well, why are my clothes always come out of that dry cleaner still with spots and stains and dirt still on them? Well, that's because, you see, Guido's not really a dry cleaner, okay? That's called a front. So he can launder money, then he makes running books and prostitution and drugs out of the back of the dry cleaner. FEMA is there for the continuance of the government, not you. See, you got it completely upside down. You think they're to help, they're there to help you in an emergency. In other words continuance of the people during an emergency. That ain't their thing, man. Their thing is the continuance of government. That's why they're so crappy at it. Because that's not their job. It's a front. Just like Guido is a lousy dry cleaner. Well, anyway. Let's see here. We're going to take a break. And when I come back, I'm going to finish on this uh, with the uh, CIA dump.
just defended yourself with a gun. There were multiple assailants and you were really concerned about your legal jeopardy and the resulting media coverage. Was deadly force justified? In your town, the politics of self-defense is not favorable, but at least you're alive and your family is protected. Fortunately, you have Self-Defense Fund, a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more. Up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney cost per member. Discover selfdefensefund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere 
with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
All right, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Steffen. You're listening right here on the American Voice Radio Network. It's still Thursday, February 23rd, 2017, about 8.39 and a half. Out here on the Pacific Time Zone. That's when it is where you're at. We're live, 855-355-1955. TheAmericanVoice.com or AmericanVoiceRadio.com is the website. All right, well, let's get to some stuff. Oh, yeah, let me tell you, uh, first song there, uh, somebody in the chat room did get it, Buddy Guy. And the second one, I didn't see anybody guessed it or even tried. Uh, it was Jimmy Reed. Anyhow, let's get to back where we were about the CIA dump. All right, so um, on January 17, 2017, the CIA released nearly a million newly declassified files. It's 12 million pages of stuff. Man, you thought Project Veritas was something to, to go through with 200 hours? Well, 12 million pages. Hey, man, is this sounding a lot like the Bible saying knowledge will be increased? I mean, because I've never seen anything like that. 12 million pages of declassified CIA documents? Okay. Well, hey, guess what? You can go online and check it out. You can go through those 12 million pages if you get bored someday. It's called the Crest Database. It's the CIA record search tool, okay? And why? Well, in response to federal lawsuits, journalists and researchers are still only starting to pour through this material. Now, I am going to the chat room right now, and I'm posting the link to the searchable tool. Okay, that's what that is when you guys, uh, the audio catches up to what I just posted in the chat room. That's a link to the searchable tool, so you can go and search the Crest database. But here's five important finds that have received little to zero media attention since its release. Ah, this isn't news. You know, Donald Trump said pussy again, I think. You know, oh my gosh, that's news. That's news. You know, uh, hey, uh, 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 Ivanka Trump's, uh, you know, uh, shoe sales are down or up or uh, sideways or something. That's news. 12 million pages of declassified CIA documents. Well, what's that? That's nothing. We don't even talk about that. Well, here's one. A Reagan-era CIA memo considered Syrian regime change through a Muslim Brotherhood insurgency. That was in 1986, okay? The CIA was considering Syrian regime change through a Muslim Brotherhood insurgency. Why? Sure glad they never went and pulled, tried to pull that off, huh? Oh, oh, wait, I think they did. I think that's going on right now. Wow, I'm not going to read these. You can do it yourself. Um... Number two, the CIA pondered over how to justify supporting Saddam Hussein in spite of his known use of chemical weapons in 1984. Yeah, they pondered about it. Mm, you know, he is our boy, he is our asset and all, but he keeps gassing his people. How are we going to sell this to the uh, dummies out there in America? Huh? How are we going to do that? Three, a secret U.S. military program sought to use psychics and remote viewing to spy on Iran. 
for a CIA memo outlined a plan to use U.S. allies to stage border incidents with Syria in order to allow access to an oil pipeline. 1983. Hello! Thank you for you regular listeners out there. How many years have I been telling you this whole thing in Syria is about a pipeline they want from Saudi Arabia to Europe going right through Syria? That's what it's all about. Well, now here it is. And number five. A secret CIA study concluded that any future revolution in Syria would likely result in long-term sectarian-based terrorism inside the country. Isn't this sweet? And don't forget, they tried to interfere with the 2012 uh, French elections. Oh, here's something else. Uh, Remember how, uh, let's see here, in uh, uh, November 2016, around 1 million Deutsche Telekom customers couldn't go online for hours due to what the company called a cyber attack targeting household routers. The attacker tried to infect the computers with malware and turn them into botnet, a network of computers used by cyber criminals for various attacks, the German police said. The perpetrator allegedly planned to sell the botnet on the deep web, but the attack was thwarted by the German company. Uh-huh. But shortly after the attack, German chancellor and uh, former communist East German you know, I don't know what I don't know what she was exactly, but she was in a uniform marching around. Hinted that it may well be mastermind by Moscow. You know the evil empire. Well, bad news: a Brit has been arrested for cyber attacks in Germany. Yeah, that's right. A U.K. national has been detained in London on suspicion of carrying out a cyber attack last year that left one million Deutsche Telekom customers without service. At the time, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, uh, (coughs) (laughs) ex-communist, hinted that Russia might be behind the attack. The 20-year-old man was arrested on Wednesday at Luton Airport in southern England by officers from the UK's National Crime Agency at the request of the German police. The Britain stands accused of attempted computer sabotage in a particularly serious case. Well, now, wait a minute. Now, just one second here. November 2016. That's over a year ago, right? Uh, and now they're just finding out. So, Angela Merkel, the lying communist, East German communist, has had a whole year, a whole year, to push her Moscow, Moscow, Moscow lies. And now it turns out, uh, little Angela Merkel is completely wrong. 
Why? Because she knew she was wrong. They had no evidence that Moscow was involved at all. They just decide to say it, just like they don't have any evidence that Moscow was involved with the DNC hacks. And I'm sure in a year or so they're going to find out who actually did it, or will find out who actually did it, because they may already know. These people are liars, folks. Pathological psychopaths that lie all the time. All right, here's something else. WikiLeaks document shows, oh, I love this because, you know, I want this man dragged out of the Senate. I want him tarred and feathered. You know, that doesn't have as nasty as a sound as it, you know, as it sounds like, tarred and feathered. Well, I don't know, tar, you know, tar's on the road, that's not so bad, and feathers, who doesn't like feathers? I have feathers in my pillow, gee, how bad could that be? Well, I don't know if you've ever been splattered with boiling tar, because I have, <laughs> not not a lot, but I have been splattered with boiling tar, because I worked as a roofer for a while, and we did hot tar roofs, and let me tell you something, that's a pain that just doesn't stop, you know, like scalding water gets on you, it's like, ow, and then it's like, oh, phew, you know, you put some ice on, it's okay, see, boiling tar, it gets on you, it sticks to you, and it's still boiling. It's not fun at all. Let me tell you, it's not fun at all. And he should be tarred and feathered. His whole stinking corrupt trees in his body should be tarred and feathered. And then made to walk out of Washington, D.C. in shame. I, I tell you, listen. You don't even know who I'm talking about yet, do you? I bet some of you have guessed, but there's so many people that deserve that in Washington, D.C. that you might not. But this is John McCain. Why? Why this time, should I say? Is because John McCain requested donations from Russia. What? You mean Mr. Red, White, and Blue? Mr. Let's Go to War with Russia? Really? Wow, John McCain is leading a vicious campaign against the Russian government since the November election. And in January, McCain suggested the Russian hacking of the election was an act of war. But it wasn't that long ago that Senator McCain requested campaign donations from Russian officials. Oh, by the way, that's illegal. WikiLeaks released documents this week following the sudden death of Russian U.N. Ambassador Vitaly Cherkin. There are several documents on McCain's request for donations from the Russians. Isn't that coincidental? In 2008, the Russian mission released a letter on a fundraising attempt from John McCain. You remember, you saw this on CNN, right? Oh, you didn't? I wonder why. According to Reddit users... John McCain illegally asked for campaign donations from the Russian ambassador. Hmm. And it just happens to be the same ambassador that died. Suspiciously on Monday. The globalist shrieks about Russian influence while he himself participated in it. The Russians told McCain they would not donate to his campaign, by the way. 
Oh, here's an update. WikiLeaks has several posts that mention this request from John McCain for donations. The response from the Russian ambassador was included in the documents. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, folks, this John McCain is a Manchurian candidate. And you know what? Like I said earlier, you know, maybe it isn't his fault. Nah, it's his fault. I'm blaming him. Sorry. Here's something. Hey, you still interested in sending your children to public school? Even though, you know, they're just being taught how to be homosexual, transgender communists? Oh, and atheists that hate God? Oh, and they hate you too? Yeah. You're still interested? Oh, yeah, and the fact that they don't learn anything, like how to read, how to write, how to do arithmetic, how science works, or world history, or anything like that? No. No. Okay, well, how about this? That doesn't bother you? You're still sending your kids off on a little yellow death bus to the school? Okay. How about this? Dallas teacher threatened to kill staff unless he was given a raise. Yeah, these are the kind of guys teaching your children. A Dallas teacher was arrested after he reportedly threatened to kill the staff if he didn't get a raise. Yeah, listen, Omar Alamis, 29 years old, was a world history teacher at Segoville High School and reportedly used his school email account to message the principal and other administrators that they should pay him and, other t and, a, and another teacher the master teacher salary and back pay them from August of last year. He told them that they should make sure they were paid unless they don't want to burn alive. Okay, well, here's the funny thing. Ah, the school kind of blew that off. Oh, well, you know, little death threat from a teacher. <laughs> it's all fun and games, right? He's only in there with small children. Oh, or teenagers teaching them, you know, eh, what's the big deal? Well, okay, so he sent a second email, all right? Yeah, the second email, I guess, okay, that's it, wait a minute, what's the second email? All right, he sent a second email adding that those who don't comply with his demands would be put down immediately by Dallas Police Department. He attached an image of officers with weapons. According to Fox News, Fox 4 News there in Dallas, Alanis went missing for a week after the threats came to light. Came to light? What? But, learn, but returned a week later. He spoke to police on Saturday and admitted several times to sending the threatening emails. Alanis told police that he was standing up to the administration to bring change in regards to pay. Well, he's charged with making terroristic threats and has been put on administrative leave, which means you're being paid still, pending the outcome of the investigation. The investigation. Did you send the emails? Yes, I did. Okay, that's pretty much the end of the investigation, don't you think? I mean, okay, really? All right. He was released from jail after posting a $1,500 bond. Yeah, that comes out to, you know, he had to come up with $150. Wow. For threatening to burn alive everybody at the school. 
Yeah. Wow, that's pretty harsh, don't you think? Now, his family said he's receiving mental help and that he wasn't in his right mind when he sent those emails. Really? You know, there's a backstory to that, Arlene Alanis told Fox 4 News. As far as we're concerned, he's not mentally stable at this point. He had some sort of mental breakdown. Oh, yeah, she added, he's very unlike himself when I saw him. I was just like, that's not my brother. We're getting our brother the need, the help he needs. He's not a terrorist. There's no need for anyone to be afraid of him. Really? He's a friggin' school teacher, folks. He's in class all by himself every day with your children. Nah, no reason to be afraid of him, huh? He's just got, he's not a terrorist. He's just mentally deranged. Oh, oh, just mentally deranged. Well, then never mind. Off to school, Junior. Here's something else that's really going to make you happy. Remember Jesse Jackson Jr.? Yeah, you remember he went to prison for two and a half years for looting his own campaign? Yeah, well, guess what? He's collecting $138,400 a year in federal government benefits. $138,400 a year in workers' comp and disability checks. Who the hell out there gets $138,400 a year in workers' comp, disability? Well, how did he hurt himself in Congress? You got to be kidding me. Man, you got to be kidding me. This is after he stole $750,000 from his own campaign. Unbelievable, huh? White House's finger John McCain has the media limp link. They believe the U.S. Senator eavesdropped on Trump's classified phone calls. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, here's something before I go that you need to hear. A local politician in Minneapolis, who happens to be white, has been accused of racism. Why? Because he's running against a Latina city councilwoman. That's right. Gary Schiff is seeking to return to his old city council seat, which he abandoned when he ran for mayor in 2013. He's trying to unseat city councilwoman Alondra Cano. The only sitting Latino member in the city's history. Susan Raffo, an area resident and well known community leader, <coughs> communist agitator, who's known both Schiff and Cano for many years, has penned an open letter on FedBook accusing Schiff of racism for trying to unseat a Latino woman. So now if you even run against these Mexicans, you're a racist just for, just for running against them. Hey, maybe you'll be a racist too if you just apply for the same job some Mexican is applying for. 
oh, you're a racist for applying for that job. Can't you see that Mexican wants it? This is real, folks. Yeah. She says this is a letter, a love letter, and a letter of hope to tell the truth about disappointment. I've known Council Member Cano for six years, and I have known you, Gary, for about 23 since you were, I think, 19 or 20. You are a white man running for an elected office at a moment of intense division in this country, particularly around race and white supremacy. What? You are choosing to put yourself forward against a Latina, an immigrant. You will be looking for ways to counter Council Member Cano's work, while at the same time attempt to shield your actions from anything that might obviously refer to your racial differences. It doesn't matter what you do or don't do or try to get around this. As a white man choosing to run at this moment, you have agreed to participate in this moment of deep racial pain and divide. The community leader also attacked a politician for believing he has a better idea of what needs to be done in the city rather than supporting the councilwoman. What? So this idiot says, if you think you've got a better idea, that's too bad. You need to shut up and say, I support the the the. Mexican over there because, well, she's a Mexican, and that's, the you know, she can screw everything up, and it doesn't matter because she's a Mexican, and screw the fact I got a better idea. No, no. Man, I'm telling you, there's something seriously wrong with these people's minds. I mean, uh, it's beyond belief. I, you know, stories like this, uh, I, you know, I try to say, well, you know, I, nothing really surprises me, but I, I, I can't say that because... Stuff does surprise me. Stuff like this surprises me. When I read this, I'm I'm still shocked. <laughs> but shocked or not, I gotta go. Hey, coming up next is Thursday. We've got Govern America coming up next. So you missed it Saturday morning. You can catch it now. Remember, Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. ABRN2. You can catch it live. Darren takes calls. He's got his own number, so you've got to listen for it. Anyhow, I'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. the crisis of our republic, waging war on the new world order. This is Govern America.
from just south of the Great Lakes capital city, guarding your... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.